Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. Of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social City. Across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. On the knobs and dials, check out the audio guy. That's right. We're preaching fun. Um, Paul, how was Fifty Shades tonight? It didn't are, happen. You guys are looking tired. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, yeah, we got there. Everybody's just chilling in the green room. Uh, the ladies are getting ready. They're almost. That's. A lot of them are all costumed out already. That's, oh, no. Yep, that's the hard part. Because this was 9.05. Yeah. And oh. 9.05, uh, one, of our, one of our producers comes around and is like, oh, uh, Shows at 9.30. I guess usually, the show right? was labeled as dark at in the uh, box the, office. Yeah, not our calendar. In the main not, system, not no. Not the calendar at the theater. No, but the main system uh, had us blacked out, so they had not been selling any tickets for this day. Oh. Therefore, there was no one in line. For the show, therefore, we were sent home. <laughs> you didn't do it anyway? I know, right? <laughs> I I'm very it. grateful that that didn't happen. <laughs> because the that would have been... Like, Fuck it, I'm paying you. Do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let, I want to see it one more time. Run it from the top. <laughs> Oof. Um, so, a nice little uh, respite. Uh, and, you know... But I, but I did it's drive tough. all the way down to the strip and back, so it, it basically ate up my whole night anyway. That's it. Is that it's like it's the worst kind of day off. The, right? It's not a day off. It's a you know. It's, it's you, the worst kind of yeah. Yeah, but exactly right. Yeah, it's the worst kind of you don't have to do your job. You don't have to do your job, but basically we got so, out of an hour. Yes, give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a, a strenuous hour to be sure. Sure. Uh, my my voice and body can use the rest for sure. sure. Uh, it's nice to be facing a five day week instead of a six day week. That's a, the, the, the timing of it being a Tuesday is nice. That's very, nice. Very pleasant to see that. Good. But at the same time, just kind of a bitch to go all the way down to where you're going and then turn right around and go back home. But oh well. Yep. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, Kesara. Kesara. And uh, show's been doing really well. Like yeah, we've been getting good numbers. Like last week was really strong numbers. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got the show. I'm not, I haven't been in, but I still got the show reports. Everything by all accounts going really well. And it was a it was a sharp week. I don't, um, I don't think we had one night where it was total kick dick, which is great. I've been over at Foolus. How's it going? It's been honestly, I'm in a good mood, guys. And this is the thing I can tell. I, right? It it's okay. Not that Fifty Shades is a wonderful job. I'm very grateful for it. But I mean, I'm I'm. Uh, look at the energy I have right now. I just did a 14-hour day. Yeah, you're, you're moving. But you were in the middle of things you love. It's such a good show. Yeah. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's not... I mean, I'm very lucky in that, like, it's my only show. I mean, I wish... In some ways, I'm not. I mean, I wish I had more shows. Um, that you but, were writing on. But this is the one you can put a lot of focus in. But, you know, everyone around there works on other shows. A lot of guys mm-hmm. come from LA. They work on a ton of other shows. They're also happy this time of year. Like they work on other shows, and this nice. is a show that they love. They love working on. Mm-hmm. Always a good sign. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, it's just like it's like the, the I'm, I'm oh, lucky working, that working TV when the crew is happy working working on a TV show. You yeah. know that the show is going well, right? And then for me, it's like a second year working with Allison Hannigan. You know, uh, so uh, the transition from working with you know so Jonathan Ross, then move over to Allison Hannigan, and then it's like a whole different deal. So I felt like I was learning how to do a TV show all over again over there. Mm-hmm. I know how everything's going this year. 
again, the people are relying on me more, respecting me more. I even had a PA. Like, like I've been trying to track you down for the last 45 minutes. Um, I was about to do an office run, and, and, I, and, and I didn't want to go before I checked in with you. Oh, and I was like, "What? What?" And Did I you was like, "Coffee what? or what?" You've made it. it. I was like, "No, it was like office supplies and stuff." Oh wow! Yeah, and I just was like, what? "Do you need notepads? Do you yes. need pens? Yeah. Anything like that?" Awesome. And I was like, "I don't. I'm not used to anyone looking for me at all." Isn't that something? <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm not used to anyone giving a fuck if I need anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, 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 bring my own shit. Yeah. I still, I still bring all my own well, office that's, supplies. That's part of the <laughs> improviser ethos as well. Yeah, totally. We are DIY performance yeah. from the jump. Yeah, and so when we get catered to in the littlest bit, it's kind of yeah. shocking. Always, yeah, <laughs> always, yeah, which is great. Um, and uh, that's wonderful. You should be catered to a little. This season's been going really well. I will say so. We we did a we did the MacGyver episode as an experiment. Mm-hmm. Paul and I uh, and Jacob we all sat down and we watched yep. episode one of MacGyver and, and Rift, and we called it all part of our alternative programming. Mm-hmm. And we sent that to everyone on our email list, and then also. We made it available to everyone on Patreon. We're gonna make other weird alternative things on there. Mm-hmm. Like I right now, I wish I was. If it wasn't the same time, I would already be doing ex- experimenting with a sports ball podcast with Jacob about the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Sure. <laughs> um, Which my bracket's not going well. Yours is. I'm. I am number one. You're killing. I'm in number one in every pool I'm in. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. And I did uh, zero minutes of research. I was pissed that it happened while I was working on Foolus. And I fill out all of my brackets in one minute so I can get out of the way and get back to writing. That's when it works. <laughs> somehow. That's when it works. Because I filled out a scoop. Uh, I filled out a scoop bracket. Yeah. And somehow my scoop bracket did not take. I had, oh, problems, I had problems with the CBS site that, that they were the using The one time for. Jacob's not proficient in sports, suddenly oh. there's a glitch. Oh, I no. see how it goes. I have another bracket that I filled out exactly the same <laughs> as the one that I filled out for the school bracket. <laughs> I am not doing well. <laughs> did, uh, did Nikolai I, fuck with your bracket? Is that what's going on here? You I think he might have. Russians on your shit? I think so. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, like I, did, I was in the upper third of the scoop thing last year, and I won my family pool last year. Nice. And I will tell you that the method that I do use that is still tried and true, which is that uh, college basketball, you can rely on programs and coaches. Yep. Right? And so I don't ever... I think the biggest mistake people make filling out a bracket, and this should be in our sports ball conversation, but we don't have it yet, so yeah. here we go. Is uh, Next year on sports ball. Next year on sports ball. Uh, people think they want to pick a national champion first and then go about no. the NCAA tournament. Can't do it. And that's the... That's, don't do it. And so I basically the first thing I do is I look for where who who can knock off Duke. That's the sure. first thing I look for. How can Duke go down? Yep. And there was a definitive answer this year. Oh man. I woke my father's ass up. It was a late game. Yeah. But I called my father the moment I know Duke loses in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and he answered the phone laughing. It's like, why am I getting a call this time and that? And I yep. was like, Dad, and I whispered like Dad, I'm backstage. Penn is talking to a contestant right now, but Duke lost in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> You have a fantastic night. <laughs> night, Dad. <laughs> Good night. Uh, stage, you, stage manager was like, shut up. And I was like, I'm sorry. I have to do this. You and every important. Kentucky fan had I, that same feeling. I call. Uh, and then I look for where is Kansas going to choke, which hasn't happened yet. Nope. But I look for it. I didn't pick them to choke yet. Okay. In my bracket. I picked Kansas to go this I far. Have, I have Kansas Final Four. I know. A lot of people do. I have Kansas losing in the Final Four, but I have them, I have them Final Four. That's still that's that's smart thinking. Yeah. That's smart thinking. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't have self going further than Final no, Four. No, no, no. Uh, but it was. Uh, but the the good news was that the executive producer uh, of uh, Fool Us, uh, Andrew Golder, big college basketball fan. Oh, nice. 
So we had two dark days during two days of the NCAA tournament. Had to chat some stuff out. We moved our office. Nice. <laughs> we moved our office, and it turns out there's plenty of places to watch basketball at the Rio. <laughs> As it happens. Oh, As it man. happens. We had three different lunches in three different spots where we just took in some great games yeah. and, and watched it. There have been some really good games. Well, he's a big USC guy. So I watched, oh, okay. I watched both USC games, which were... Both great games. Sure. You know, one, one loss, but it was great. Those are great games. So that was a, that was a nice little uh, jock banner for me. Yeah. Mm. Uh, What's uh, really weird with my bracket this year, because, uh, you know, you have the you have the four regions, mm-hmm. two regions on one side of the bracket, two regions on the other side of the bracket. One side of my bracket is all green. I've done so well <laughs> in two regions. The other side, just a shit ton of red. Mm. You want Jacob to bet the south bracket for you. You want that. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, south and east. <laughs> East, yeah. Those are my two. Those are my two. Oh no, I think South and Midwest. Yeah. Th- those are my two really strong ones. I've I have nailed those. Yeah. Uh, the other two, I'm just I'm just dead. No, no. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm I'm enjoying I'm en- I'm enjoying that that it's, that's gone my way while I'm working with other stuff. Uh, do yourselves a favor. This is not a spoiler alert. Do yourselves a favor. Uh, find out who Richard Turner is. Okay. Because it is the best moment of fullness this year. Oh, good. It is a. It is gonna. It is gonna knock your socks off. You gotta go see it. It's really cool. One of the coolest things. Very cool. Coolest moments of my three seasons happens mm. with this guy named Richard Turner. Wow. Nice. Uh, uh, he is blind. I'll All just right. start there. Uh, uh, yeah. All so, right. um, very cool moment happens uh, this year. And then uh, what else? Uh, oh, so here I'll talk some. I'll talk some baseball inside baseball. So Let's hear it. All right. So for the last uh, every year. You know, here's the thing. So, so the Foolus was sold to CW as summer filler, a kind of whim. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was already in England. They just cut and repackaged it. Mm-hmm. Sold to CW. CW ran it yeah. for, for fun, basically, for summer programming. It's got Penn and Teller. It's got, it's got some names on there. You get some guaranteed ratings coming in. It's already shot. Yeah. It's already in the can. So it, it kills. Kills. So, so it crushes. So then they all of a sudden, then let's renew. And that's why it was like years later, season season one and two in America was like, wonderful. Why does Jonathan Ross look so different? Yeah. Uh, and that's because it was five years in between right. the time they'd shot. Hilarious. And uh, the time they came back. And so. Which does not happen often. In television, that does not happen often. No. But people talk about that. That's the, that's the same thing when, like, when a show closes in Las Vegas. Yeah. Everybody goes, oh, well, this show's going to reopen. This is, It's going to do this. It's going to do <laughs> yeah. this. It doesn't happen. No. Start it happens at one time out of 100. to come back at some point. Yeah. There were so many they'll numbers say, about the experience coming back. They'll say, you know, it'll, 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 you'll have a show on Tuesday. They'll say that. And then you'll show up. And you, you won't have a show on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, and so, yeah. I saw in. somebody last week from Peep Show. They were like, I heard the other day the Peep Show might be coming back. <laughs> It's been years. <laughs> who who does that mean? Who? It's not happening. Who, who are you even it? talking about Who's anymore? It? Bo Peep? <laughs> <laughs> the sheep? The sheep is like, the sheep. It was the sheep. It was the sheep. I thought the show was pretty badass. <laughs> they can't keep pulling the wool over our eyes. We know the facts. By the way, that for fools have to write every magic monologue ever. Yeah. And so I have one still floating off my first season, which was like, can the guys pull, can the magicians pull the wool over Penn and Teller? Uh, let's find out. Here are two badass magicians, Penn and Teller. <laughs> they will not, Andrew will not let me shoot they that. that. They won't even let me try it. <laughs> not with Jonathan Ross, not with Allison Hannigan. Come on. And I let it sit on the bottom of the draft lists. Yeah. <laughs> I bring it over every time and just leave it on the bottom. Honestly, because then it, it lowers the, benchmark and right. then some of the other shit I wrote might 
is not is not the worst. You so never know. It, it bumps gotta, up the new stuff. Your C plus material suddenly looks much better. Keep fucking throwing it. That's that's uh, who was who had that that sketch that they would do every time. It was, it was oh, some, it was an SNL writer. Yeah, right? it was a SNL writer who yeah. just had this ridiculous idea yeah. that he'd pitch almost every meeting, and it yes. became this running gag. Yeah, and, and then Wait, was, did they eventually do it? Was that I was that know. Opera Man? No, 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 no. no there, but there was a big sketch like that 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 I heard a story about. That was uh, it turned out to be a, a long repeating sketch in the nineties. I'm sure there's a few oh, that have that that origin. The Wayne's World story is the one where uh, it was Mike Myers' first read. Oh right, Wayne's World is Mike Myers' first read, and he turns to Conan O'Brien, who's the who's the writer there at the time, and he's going over sketches with Conan because his first meeting. He's like, "How yeah. should I do it?" or whatever, and then he. Pitches in Wayne's World, and Conan Bryan goes, uh, I would tuck that one away in the back. <laughs> like, don't do that one first. And they yeah, ended yeah. up, that, the first Wayne's World was at the end of the show. Yeah. The very, for the first time in every Yeah, yeah, it was like, a total. Which is their berry spot. Whatever. Throw away. Yeah. 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 And then, why? We all know so much about, I, I know way too much about Wayne's World. I don't no, know. No, we why. loved Wayne's World. I know. Wayne's sure. World. Sure. Because it was Dana Carvey deciding to play. Garth that made a big right. difference, right? And that's what ends up making it up like a weird political thing later. Is that yes? Mike Myers was the new guy. Dana Carvey yeah. is the seasoned vet, right? Right. Dana Carvey agrees to do Garth. He agreed that, to the second fiddle, and role. that puts Wayne's World on the air. Yes, because because if Dana Carvey wants to do it, we should do it, right. right? And then his his Garth is based on his brother. His brother, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Which gives it a lot of heart. And then when the second movie comes around, Mike Myers is feeling his own, and then suddenly he's not. Treating Dana Carvey like the senior member of SNL, yeah. and it's, it changes the dynamics. Then there was a great bit because Dana Carvey bum, is bum, legitimately bum. a good drummer. Yeah, like I mean, he's playing dr- he's playing Garth. He's if you're a drummer, one of our is, millennial is listeners, if you're in your twenties, you probably don't know the movie Wayne's World or the sketch Wayne's World. Can you can you fathom that? Exactly. Oh, I can't yeah. I don't know what the merch scared, mobile is, and I'm scared to tell you to go look at it. Wayne's World One has some I think bits Wayne's that World I like. One holds up a little. Does bit. it hold up? I'm sure I don't the, know. I'm sure the last act does not. You know what's funny about Wayne's World is actually the first time they're doing the television studio. That seems really funny. And then the Lara Flynn Boyle character, the psycho ex-girlfriend, right. that's a lot, really funny. That's yeah. a, there's a lot of that side runner. characters that really. Yeah. Uh, Ed O'Neill. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. That that oh, piece. Right. That bit. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Still. You're right. Oh, oh millennials. Look. The reason that you headbang during that part of Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Is is Wayne's World. It's because yes. of Wayne's World. It, that is true. a Wayne's World headbang. <laughs> that's true. You owe your headbanging to that part to that Wayne's World. You're in absolutely Wayne's World. right. Yes. You're absolutely right. Um, no, but there was a, a great sketch that Wayne's World did with Aerosmith. And uh, Garth was like, hey, can I, you know, can I play drums with you guys? And uh, there's this great thing. Like, Dana Carvey actually went up and just played drums as Garth with Aerosmith. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He just took the, he took the place of uh, the Aerosmith drummer. is flying out of my head right now. But uh, he, that guy didn't uh, his play. His name is Aerosmith drummer. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. You're that's, welcome. That's fortuitous. His name is Aerosticks. Aerosticks. <laughs> but yeah, Dana Carvey just played drums with him, with, with Aerosmith. And they were like, oh, awesome. Great. Yeah, let's do this. Um, I have no notes because I've just been fried brain. Yeah, yeah, you've been working. I've been working, but uh, anyway, so yeah, we're gonna do all that stuff behind the scenes. Oh, you know what's funny? To a couple things that come happened to me now in my, in my working on this show. Yeah, that I say, and it, the two different reasons why it's it's my life's getting weird. One is, and Paul knows this from being a Fifty Shades. I always say, "Welcome back to the Big Show." Whenever I see people uh, that I work with every day, I always go, "Hey, welcome back to the Big Show." And then what happens is I'm working Penn Teller Foolis, and so we are all working on a big show. And yeah. so saying welcome back to the big show uh, 
feels is, redundant. Is 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 is, is, is <laughs> like I'm not being sarcastic, so that it's really weird that I'm welcoming everyone back. To yeah, the yeah. Show. <laughs> <laughs> feels a little like you pat yourself it's, on the back. Sarca- there. Yeah, it's sarcastic in Fifty Shades and every other thing I've done. Yeah. So it's funny, but then so I keep going about the big show, and everyone's like, "Yeah, no, it's great, it's great." And I'm almost like, "Oh fuck!" Now yeah, I number like one a, on CW. Now I seem like awesome. I'm being a big, real swinging fucking dick. <laughs> And Can I get you a notepad? Since I was Mr. Donnelly? Tw- since I was twenty, I used to always say, as the kids say, about things, just a, a sarcastic joke. Mm-hmm. Now I'm old enough that, that is people not a joke anymore. ask me if that's what the kids say. Is that what they really <laughs> so say? Like, it, no, it, it, I kick my own joke in the dick, and I'm that. like, because I'm old enough that I shouldn't, I can say this. <laughs> yeah, and that's so. Those things are all getting weird. Everything's getting weird for me. Yeah, it's a phase. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, grow, I'll grow past you get that. You get past I'll get back it. to the kids saying it'll be, yeah. it'll be mine again mm-hmm. so uh, SJ had a, had a few friends over the other night a few of the uh, the boom booms a few of the cherry boom booms were over at the house the other night oh, poor man for a, a screening of cherry boom boom they had they, they what? had it on DVD wait how can uh, one obtain a, screen, a, a screener of this uh, you can't well uh, I, I can't the, oh. the, the answer is I can't obtain one. The oh. producer brought one over. Oh, well, how is this available? Why didn't we just pirate Where would this that be shit? available? By pirate, I mean like pull up next to him. <laughs> Fire a you cannon into re- his car. recorded this whole thing on your, on your camera, on yeah. your phone. Should have fucking periscoped that shit. <laughs> uh, if you think SJ didn't do this while I was at work, you are incorrect. Oh. So I got here and they were just still around. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, one, of the, one of the dancers in, uh, in the show, like, she's in another... Reenact it. Yeah. Jerry, boom, boom, go. Fire. She's in another show in town now. She's doing well. And uh, she and a couple others, they were still hanging around, and we were pulling out some whiskey. And uh, I picked up this bottle of whiskey, and I'm walking over to uh, one of the guys who's in the show, and we're about to share some fine some fine scotch. And uh, one, of the, one of the people says, Now, wait, how old are you again? And the girl goes, I, I just turned 20. And I, and I look at her and say, and I'm holding a bottle of scotch, and I say, what, uh, what year were you born? She goes, uh, 94. Ugh. And I look at the bottle that I'm holding in my hand, and it says, uh, you know, a barrel aged 25 years, bottled in 1991. <laughs> oh. like, well, fuck. Not quite the best year, but a good year. Oh. I, and, and, I, born, if you're born after 92, what, what do you even care? There's a 92 you, is it. If you Nothing walk, about Wayne's World, I'll if, tell you that. If you walk to our showroom, Paul, from the casino, yeah. there is a sign up that has, uh, like a card the on date, date. Yeah, yeah, you go, yeah it changes every day yeah and it changes every day uh-huh. and just you look at the date and it's just so I bet it's just getting it's old it's 94 now yeah right? Holy meanwhile shit. I'm still like I do I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm rubbing elbows on the more of the the, the white collar end of the the, the, the production this mm-hmm, year mm-hmm. so I've been out for dinners with the with the, with the big guys you sure, know? sure that's cool and they ask me how old I am and I tell them and they're like oh they're like that's young. So young I was like I feel old as fuck right now guys I say welcome back to the big show <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even finish the inside baseball story. Okay, oh, so here's right. the thing, right? So uh, it gets renewed for another year. They bring Jonathan Ross back, and it's the biggest show CW's ever had in their yes. history. Right? They're thrilled. They are th- kind of thrilled. Remember, it's no one's idea, but a Penn and Teller's, you know, manager and their their production team to put this show on CW. Right. No CW person said do it. Yeah. So, so that, no one so has there's credit. No, there's no way for them to go, look what I did. Right. Yes. Which okay. is always a pain in the butt. Right. And so uh, there was one fella from CW who's mm. no longer there. Ah. I will not name him. Right. Because he's, he's going to hire us or something. Go, right. He would come in and he, uh, <coughs> he, he, was, uh, he liked the magic. He liked the pen and teller. Wasn't always thrilled with the, the host material. For the jokes, right? Okay. And I find this out after the fact, especially because the next year when I write for Allison, uh, you know, we, we, we're trying to make 
make it fun and I'm there to write jokes. Right. right. And so uh, I finally hear from the director now that I'm, I'm hobnobbing. He's, he's like, you know, I hated that. That guy just kept killing all the jokes and we had to go with the generics every time. And so this is what I do. I write a joke for something. And if I really take a swing for something, I immediately write a generic. The base. Welcome back to Pendle. The baseline. Let's meet our next magician. Right. Uh-huh. right. So I just write those as backups. Right. Mm-hmm. So every time you hear one of those, you know, that <coughs> one of my jokes didn't make it. Yep. Swing and so, miss. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a lot. If you, if you, there's a lot of those just regular old If lines. you're keeping score. If you're keeping score, it's a lot. This year, uh, a different guy comes. Hmm. And I'm like, hi, nice to meet you, new guy from CW. Well, maybe I should name him. I like him. I'll say it. Kyle is his name. All right. We like Kyle. Kyle, Kyle from CW. Kyle from CW comes in. All right. I like this guy already. And uh, and I'm like, oh, how's it going? Is this your first time here? Yes. You know, I've been going down. There used to be, and he says the other guy's name. Yep. And I was like, yes, this guy and I did not hit it off. And I just found out yesterday that he's the one who was killing all my jokes. Yeah. No longer at CW. He moved on to the such and such place, mm-hmm. which I know, but I'm not saying. EW. He moved on to the other W. Um, so I'm here now. Well, I start kissing this guy's ass very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just learned yesterday, this guy's in charge of whether my jokes make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This guy matters. This guy matters. Yeah. So I'm. In the bring, world of Matt, this um, guy's important. I'm bringing up Emmy, Emmy winner Rachel. Uh, Rachel, Rachel Bloom, Bloom yep. you know, talking about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, yep. talking about he worked on the the Who's Line when they brought the CW. Like, I started talking nice. about Who's Line. Yeah, yeah. I started Your time I said, with Mr. Wayne Brady. I get him doing bits. We got a runner going on while look he's at, hanging out for a couple at days. All right. Uh, as long as you can lock in a runner, uh, baby. I'm locking in a runner. That's all you We're need. doing a runner. I'm just like, ever you remember this face when you get in the edit bay? You remember it? Yeah. <laughs> You let Allison Hannigan be funny. Mm-hmm. She is funny. This year she's funnier. Yeah. She's so much. She's more comfortable. Did you relaxed. ask him what she's he thought of sheep jokes? <laughs> it's like, because I got two badass magicians coming out here right now. Um, it was funny. So so tomorrow's the last day of shooting. And uh, what happens is, you know, you, try more to, chance. you just kick everything up the hill, right? So you're just always starting with your strongest stuff and working your way backwards. So the last two, the two most questionable monologues are the ones that are left tomorrow. <laughs> so I put it on Andrew's desk, Andrew Golder's desk to be like, all right, go ahead and look over the script and give me notes and I'll type it up. And he's like, is this? Do we have another? Is this the open for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, turn the page. Look at the, look at look at the night session. <laughs> oh no! And he's like, "Do we have?" I was like, "We shot everything else. <laughs> we have we have gone through all of our backups because I put the backups in first. <laughs> These are our last two things. And so during the last taping tonight, I was sitting there writing new monologues <laughs> for yeah. the show <laughs> tomorrow because <laughs> um, they were approved two weeks ago with two weeks of, of sure. uh, heavy shooting. They're not holding up. No. They're yeah, not holding all right. up. So I don't think you'll hear. This is one of my favorites. This is this is all delivery. Well, if it comes, if it doesn't go through, yeah. So I'm gonna do it now. Oh, you got it now. I, I don't think it's gonna go through. Okay. So, um, welcome to Penn and Teller Force, where magicians pull their best tricks out, like magicians pull rabbits out of a hat. Shit, uh, not shit. Shoot, I'm bad with metaphors. Uh, I'll work on it. Anyways, let's bring out the Penn and Teller of magic, ladies and gentlemen. Penn and Teller. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's good. And Andrew was like, CW will fucking hate this model. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is it a is little like, introspective. It's my favorite joke. Yeah, I do like that joke. I, maybe it's maybe it's the uh, 
It's the Siegfried and Roy of magic, Penn and Teller. <laughs> oh, maybe. Because it has to be a metaphor. Yeah. But it's still dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I should just go. Yeah. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get in tonight. Yeah. I, 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 I have 12 hours. There you go. I can figure it out. Well, they don't, they don't like political jokes, but you could do the Trump and Pence of magic. No, no, no. 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 No, no, no. No. As, as I said. No as, jokes. As I said to my friend uh, when they were the like. Trump and Trump Pence. Of, I, have, I have a couple of references. I, yeah. have, a, I have a fake news. Okay. Uh, Toss to commercial. Yeah. And I have uh, I have an intro that says that introduces Penn and Teller's one one the popular vote the other took the electoral college in a landslide Penn Good. and Teller. There so you that's go. the closest I get. Why? Because that applies to both sides. Yes. Yep. Uh, and, fair and balanced. Because CW does not want political humor. No. Yeah, nobody a, wants political humor. No, no you're as, right. As I said to uh, Liz, actually Liz Allen came to a couple tapings. Mm-hmm. I said uh, CW, would, I'm sure will take every eyeball they get. So let's not. We're not going to alienate anyone yeah. for political purposes, right? So no, no, no. We we went right right down the middle on this one, and mm-hmm. it is. It's a family show. It is for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want to. it. You don't want to do that. No, but it is surprising because there's a bunch of LA people coming in, and so it still is amazing how much Trump is still just a fucking giant weight on every conversation you have with anyone ever. It's crazy. It's nuts. And there's a bunch of LA people, and you know, LA goes sixty percent. Yeah, Clinton. You know, and I said like, it's crazy. You got to be careful with jokes around here. And everyone I talked to from LA is like, really. I was like, no, no, yeah. Nevada's not... We're a swing state. We get both. And you walk around the Rio, you see a lot of Trump-Pence hats. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird to me. That Only because, like, after an election is over... Do you know what I mean? Like, Let me tell you. There, there was a giant, rallies, man. There's a giant white truck yeah. that was parking a couple weeks ago for a couple nights at uh, Bally's. Mm-hmm. And the back... It wasn't even a bumper sticker. It was like a placard. <laughs> and it said in giant bold <coughs> black font on the yeah. back of this white pickup Palin 2024 <laughs> the time is now <laughs> and I was like <laughs> what do you mean on any of that if not now when 2024 not, not, not now I just like before we get into politics Let's just talk math. Let's just talk time. Let's just talk Let's time. Just talk Let's just, the Let's way just, time works. Let me pull out a calendar. I'm gonna, I want you. I just I'm no Mayan. You're no dictionary. I'm writer. not great on calendars. <laughs> you're no dictionary writer. I'm no dictionary writer. Right. I don't want to put you on the spot. Define now. <laughs> you know. Define now. You know whose truck that is, though. That is the truck of Sarah the, Palin's. It better be Sarah Palin's. No, that is the guy that runs the box office calendar for Fifty Shades. <laughs> Could be. That's exactly who that is. Could be. Not great with calendars. Not very good not with calendars. Not huge with dates. <laughs> Tuesday. That probably dark. I'm talking about right now. You mean yesterday? Yes. <laughs> I mean now. Like yeah. two weeks ago? Yes. Twenty twenty four. Wow. I just can't. The time is now. The time is now. The time is now. What? I mean, start I mean, early. Honestly, <laughs> start that campaign if early. If you want Sarah Palin to be president, you do have to start now. That's true. You do. Mm-hmm. It's going to take that long. Actually, if you want Sarah Palin to be president, you're already too late. She's not even that extreme of a candidate anymore. No. no. Like she doesn't even. She's come almost close. a moderate. Yeah, she makes too much sense. Mm-hmm. She makes too much sense. Oh yo yo. All right, enough. Yeah, that's true. Wash our hands. Wash it up, because that's because we get, like you, you better said, wash your hands if you want to if you're going to get on the new Trump care plan. Everybody gets enough because you uh, want to stay well. Everybody gets enough of that. No Here's matter a question you for you. This is this is turn. this is this is political, I guess, in a little way, but but okay. really, I'm just curious. Right. All right. Okay. And, and this is you know so 
uh, Planned Parenthood keeps battling, uh, keeps honestly battling fake news. Yes. Mm-hmm. That no federal funding pays for abortions. It's yes. already a law. It's already the deal. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been that way for a long time. And I was worried about funding. Like, I feel like Planned Parenthood's getting more money donated now out of support. Right. Than Agreed. before. Regardless of how you feel. Yes. Planned Parenthood and ACLU are getting tons of money. Tons of dough. Go, right? go into them right now. What, you know, universities have an endowment, right? Yes. Where they're basically like, we're going to give this university so much fucking money that the interest of that money will pay for everything we need ever. Yes. You know, Harvard works this way. Oh, the Yale. Harvard endowment is, it's something like $20 billion. It's I mean, it's, it's, it's huge. I think it's even bigger than that because Stanford, I think, is like second with like a $24 billion or something like that. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. And basically like it well, just... Well, it grows every year. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's <coughs> such a huge amount of money they put aside that it just creates this orbit of cash that just allows yeah. mm-hmm. it to, to, to happen. Can you only do that with universities? Is it because it's education that it has some kind of break or something like that that it works? Are you asking to see it's Paul's prob- endowment? No, I, yeah. Paul, show me your endowment. I bet you're exactly right. I bet you're exactly right. I mean, you know, every it seems like if there's a move now, it's I feel like you could sock right this away now. If every celebrity who that's backed Planned not Parenthood, a bad idea, Matt. Like we're like, let's just fuck it. Let's just take it out of the government's hands right fucking now. Right. Let's donate a shitload of money to them right now in one time to create the, the biggest is, fucking. Was plan? I, I believe it's a nonprofit. Well, that's that. There's a couple things. So like it's Planned Parenthood okay. a nonprofit. I think it's the same thing. I'm that curious. You just, yeah, I'm sure there's a reason why it's not happening. Right, it's the yeah. same thing you just hit on, and it's. I like, can't be the first person. To it's think like it the this. estate tax, and, and when right. you, when you die, yeah, yeah. You, you lose a chunk. It's hard for an individual to perpetuate. That's wealth why I in told my way. family I'll never die. Right. Well, that's why I've put all my money in toys. <laughs> so you know, I'm leaving something behind. All of it, and then some. Yeah. yeah. Anne would actually stand to make a sizable chunk of cash if she sold my collectibles. She's trying to right now. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she that, just texted me. Asked that, me that, 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 that behind is a, is a down payment as for a house. As soon as I leave the house. It's, exactly. Like, Shit. <laughs> it's, no. it's gifts the Magi. I just gifts the Magi. You want a house for enough room for your toys? You're going to sell the toys for the house? That's you, gift you, to the you Magi. You kid, man. It is gift to the Magi. <laughs> Look at all this space I have for my toys. I have no toys. <laughs> It's it's shit on your magi is what it is. <laughs> it would be fitting. It would be fitting. It would be fitting. No, I'd, I'll never. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I, I think I've spoke about this before, but uh, almost lost them all in a fire years ago. Yeah. So I got a whole different perspective on it. Lost they all are, your toys? Yeah. Almost lost them. Almost lost them all in the fire. I did not. What is the first toy you would go for if you had a chance to run into your house once Ooh. to save the toy? Uh, it's a Darth Vader statue. Oh, right. I think I've actually asked you this. Yeah, before. I think I've answered it before that same way. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. It's good. So there you go. I'm staying consistent. <laughs> that's the one that has the uh, the flashlight attached to Other it, right? People... It has a, it has a light attached to it. It lights up. The base lights up. It's an expensive fucking gentle giant Darth Vader <laughs> kneeling before the Emperor statue. It's badass. <laughs> <laughs> I got it at a super cheap price. Yeah, for collectible statues. Sure. But uh, I, I love that fucking piece. Um, I. Uh... I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to talk. I was going to talk about Planned Parenthood more. Maybe I shouldn't. Though. Well, no, we're just we're just trying to figure out what you know. Oh, I remember I put up a thing about integrity for. Uh, it was Michelle Obama talk or whatever. That's this on there already. I don't, I don't think so. Know. They talked about integrity. I can't keep track of all these episodes. And I said, I don't like. Uh, I was like, I was like, can you? I was like, this is. I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss our, our our president and our first lady having integrity when they speak. Right. And uh, someone wrote like, uh, "There, 
I no, basically, yeah. <laughs> there, not there. And they wrote, and they wrote like, uh, uh, like whatever you know, if you like mass murderers or something like that. Mm. And I wrote like, you think you you consider Barack Obama to be a murderer? And they were like, I yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I was like, okay. And this is when I realized. Stay with me on this one. I'm not going. I'm going. Off, I'm not going off where you think I'm going to. This is where I realized how pro-choice I am. Because I was like, okay, I got two kids. Neighbors moving next door. Who who moved in? A murderer, a man who killed people, and he's out of jail, and he lives next door to your house. Okay, Matt, who moved in next door? Barack Obama. Am I scared for my kids playing in my front yard because Barack Obama moved next door to my house? Fine. He's a murderer. <laughs> I am A-OK with Barack Obama living next to my house. And that's when I realized how pro-choice Wait, I was. So this when guy- they were like, Matt, your kids are in your front yard. You know who moved next door or what? That woman had an abortion. <laughs> okay. So, sure. I'm going, I'll give it to you. Abortion's murder. Wait, so, we're, so let me- I'll give it to you. From a civic virtue... Level. I never realized how pro-choice I am. <laughs> I don't care. Even if it's murder. I don't care if someone had an abortion moves the next door. I don't care. Wait, I didn't realize. So the guy the guy that, that sent the message back to you, he was talking about the abortions. He's talking about Barack Obama's abortions. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I just mean, I'm talking about like the people that we label as murderers. Right. So I'm saying even if I give you the murder. What yeah. we really are talking about when it comes to law is 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 civic virtue. We're talking about common welfare, right? right. We're talking about taking care of people, right? So and that's when I realized how pro-choice I am. We're like, I just don't think it's worth putting law into this. I right. don't think it's worth dropping the hammer of the law. Mm-hmm. Even if you think it's murder, I don't think it makes society worse. That's yes. what I'm saying. So if you think Barack Obama's a murderer... I would gladly have him move in next door. <laughs> I want him to be my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Well, I, would, the, I, would, I would lend him sugar. I would borrow a cup of sugar. I would give him sugar. Oh, I would give him some sugar. <laughs> lend? No. <laughs> no, no. Give it. Give it. Freely give him. <laughs> give him some sugar. <laughs> All right. So, so that's when I was like, I was like, okay, fine. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you. And I'm just going to let you know I'm cool with murderers. Mm-hmm. There are some murders I'm not cool with. Others I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yesterday, yeah, I played Zelda for ten hours. What? That's what I did with my day. Jesus, it was awesome. The new Zelda on the Switch is so fucking good. I haven't been this engrossed in a video game in forever. It is that good. It is. It is game of the year material without a doubt. It is all time classic up there with Ocarina of Time. You know, it's, it's wow, so, it's so good. Yesterday evening, I was sitting. I was sitting in my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got done. Uh, went, went and saw Rock Vault, uh, which which is now open at the at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Breaking news, folks! You're hearing yep. here on Madden Manley's Ice Cream Social. Rock, Rock Vault, Vault is back. It's open. back, and it's doing very well. Sj is employed again. She is, which is which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been open for uh, for about a week now, and it's doing very well so far. Rocking that vault. Um. So went and saw that with a couple of friends. Uh, Graham uh, Graham Fenton and I went and saw it along with Mary. Familiar, familiar yep. with him. Uh, so the the three of us went and saw it. Uh, had a good time. Got home. Uh, got home after it was all done. And I was sitting uh, in my chair at the end of the evening, just kind of unwinding from everything. And I was thinking to myself, you know, there were a couple of things that I wanted to get done today that I did not get to. Uh, there's some. There was some. <laughs> I feel like I I may not have used all of my time today. Uh, to uh, to the best uh, the the best that I could have used that time, <laughs> and then Paul Mattingly heroically comes in 
and lets me know that I could have done much, much worse. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I am in decompression mode yeah. because I exploded about three weeks ago. And so I'm not letting myself get back to that place. Yeah. Yeah, and, we're, and, this is mental health. And part of, yeah. It's basically I'm, prescribed that he should play Zelda. <laughs> it's true. It's, it was, re- it's really, there's this, there was this segment where, okay, so, you know, you don't know about the Switch. You guys know a little bit about the new system? Uh, tons. Jacob? No, so it's a, a portable, plethora. it's a portable and a console. Okay. You plug it into this cute little dock that sits next to your TV and you're playing on your television. Oh, cool. You pick it up. It's a tablet, basically, with a couple of little controllers on the side, and you mm-hmm. can take it anywhere you want to go, and you're playing the exact same game. Oh, cool. On a, That's cool. On, on a, I, on take a that. I, I, I have seen the portable version of it, just people around with it, and it, it looks it right. Looks really neat. It's catching on. Yeah. It's, 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 it's sold better than the Wii. It has the potential to be the, <coughs> the best Nintendo console. It could be a, re, a rejuvenation for Nintendo, which I'm hoping it is. Wow. It's really good. And it only has, like, three games, but, right now, but Zelda is the one. But I'm playing the game. Uh, I played in my my little toy room because I use my amiibo on it. Because you you touch your amiibo to it and you get extra little goodies. From I don't having know. All those. Do you know what that is? is? I don't okay. know what that is. The amiibo. Yeah, I know Have what an amiibo them? is. Do you know the amiibos? No. So they're these cute little collectible action figures. They're like Skylanders. Okay. Surely your kids are. Into I Skylanders. do know what Skylanders are. No, uh, uh, the Gillette children are into Skylanders. Great. My kids are still young. Well, they're also into amiibos because I've taken my amiibos over to play with the Gillette kids. Okay. Well, there you go. Because they had the the Wii U. Uh, so. I think I just think they're all Skylanders. <laughs> all right. There's a crossover, but odds uh, are. But uh, it's got a little chip inside of the base. Okay. That registers it to your game console. So when you hit that next to I am thing, into this, actually. This is a dream come true. It's neat. Because when you were a kid, you wanted these things to happen. Right. The to- toys to life, as they call it. Yes. So you get the, uh, especially since I've got a bunch of the old Zelda Amiibos mm-hmm. that came out over the last three or four years. I've got yeah. nearly 50 Amiibos. Yes. Which is a lot. <laughs> and the, the little ones that are Zelda themed give you extra, extra shit. Mm-hmm. So, once oh, so they a, work on this. Once a day, you tap that thing and a treasure chest comes down. You get extra goodies, armor, weapons, all kind of shit. So anyway, I'm doing that. And make then it I, rain. I, I'm totally make it rain. Make it rain. I have over 10,000 rupees right now. It's ridiculous. What? I'm, I'm what, 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 breaking what, news. What, 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 Paul Mattingly on the Switch. 10,000 rupees. 10,000 rupees. Are you, saying, are you saying rupee or ruby? Rupees. DJ. Yeah, rupees. DJ. Zelda money. Rupees. Anyway. Don't say that like I should know. You should know. <laughs> then I, you take the console. Uh, so I've been, I was doing all that in my room, playing, mm. playing in my room. Mm. And then I'm like, okay, the, the battery's getting low. Mm. It doesn't have that long of a battery life. That's the one little drawback right now. Two and a half hours, give or take. But I go. Work I go, on it, Switch. Right, they are. I go and I plug it back in and I pick up my other controller to play on the big screen. And I just pick the right moment because as I'm traveling through this mountainous area, all of a sudden this giant fucking dragon comes along. Whoa! And he's just swirling over the mountains, and you have to shoot these horrible barnacles off of him. It's just but spoiler, it, it's spoiler. But it's so it was just so cool. It's just a really good game. The, the Barnacle, sense of shooting barnacles off a dragon is easily a ten hour activity for me. The Jacob. sense of discovery, uh, in this maybe game, twelve. The sense of discovery <laughs> in this game is. I'm not very good at shooting That's barnacles great. off a dragon. It's really it's amazing. It's so cool. Beautiful game. We should say actually this is a nice segue to we are totally confirmed now, right? Totally confirmed. Oh yeah. Barring serious injury or death. Uh in uh as confirmed as it can be. Yeah. In Scoop Fest, September twenty two twenty second, twenty third. I almost said twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Twenty two. 
21st, if you're hanging out with I, the VIP. I don't know why I held up a two. Like, yeah. I couldn't just say it. You September could've. 21st through the 23rd. 4th. 4th. Player One Podcast. Player One Podcast. The boys are on board to come out and uh, share their video game geekery with us, which is wonderful. Huge they video have a, game nerd podcast. It's been happening for a decade, you're saying, Yes. Paul? I have been listening to them for 10 years. Very exciting. They are a great gang of guys that do... They cover the gamut of all things video game. They all still work in video games. Two of them are currently producers that work on video games right now. This is legit. They've all come up through the ranks of being game journalists back yeah. in the day when Great. when you know video when game that publications was were all over the place. Exactly. Um, and so they love what they talk about. They talk about it with passion. They talk about it with knowledge. And they're also really fun, good guys. Uh, Greg Seward, who... Uh, runs a channel on youtube if you're interested check it out it's called generation 16 where he is slowly cataloging chronologically all of the sega genesis video games Mm -hmm. the history of those and it's a really good thorough uh thing on that he also does a lot of work for the extra life charities Mm -hmm. to raise money for children's hospitals through video game play and that kind of thing uh which is a a thing near to his heart and they all contribute in different ways uh an interesting first terms of Scoop Fest is that they are never together. Very rarely. Yeah. 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 Very they, rarely they ever got in the together, same room. They got together a couple weeks ago at a conference, but that was the first time in forever. And this will be one of the few times that they'll actually podcast together. They, they did a podcast together I th- like in the same room, I think, eight years ago, maybe. Right. I, can't, I don't think they've actually had a podcast together. So the their live time. podcast at Scoop Fest would be the first time they were all in the room podcasting with each other in a long time. Very long. exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Good stuff. And we're so very excited to we're provide the place for that to happen. Some of their audience will come and co-mingle. Uh, Phil Theobald, who's uh, one of the guys on the, on the show, has already been getting some messages from some Scoops who are crossover followers, which is great. I spoke to them and I was talking about, you know, they have a really awesome community of listeners. And I said, that's what we pride ourselves on here. We love yep. you guys. We think the world of you. We have the scoop community is one of the best on the internet. I am told they have uh, by, by far the second best audience out there. Right. By far. And yeah. so player one has a really great loyal fan base. A distinct also. and distant second, as they say. So yes. I look forward to uh, crossing the streams. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, this is Paul's wet dream. He's been listening to the podcast for a long oh, he's time. So I got to Skype in with them the other day to talk details, <laughs> and it was a little ridiculously awesome. Oh, Paul is so excited! About <laughs> I this. was, I was really excited. It was really, really cool. So, yeah. So I, that is uh, Scoop Fest here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, September twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. This year, we got Player One Podcast. We got Kurt Braunholer. We got us. We got Penn Sunday School. So we got four. Yeah, major podcast coming in. I think, and I think more might be in the mix. Really? Yeah. yeah. Good. Plus, our stand-up show, our comedy show is our comedy show. Our that comedy we're show is together, lining up to be crazy. It's gonna be all of it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> we still have more surprises the, the, for the you, fri- just letting you know. The Friday night variety show. Friday night variety show is gonna be fucking insane, ridiculous. And then, and then the comedy show on Saturday is gonna be really funny. The comedy show on Saturday be is actually gonna be like worth. <laughs> It's worth, I think, the price of our our whole thing. It really might. Be. You're probably right. I think it really. Have is you got be. some news that you can't share yet? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, then, then guys, get that ticket. Get that ticket. Hayscoops.com. Get that ticket. Slash shop. <laughs> You're yes. gonna love it. Holy shit! I I I think we're all just Matt and I. This is all we're excited about at all. Yeah, true. I there's nothing. There's not a. My, my kids are learning words and stuff, but right. personally, yeah, yeah. honestly, like three times a day, I have an idea about. Something I want to incorporate or how we want to make Scoop Fest better. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had a thought. 
Yeah. So we're doing video games, tabletop. Yeah. You know, I was talking about like, wouldn't it be great to rent some video games? Right. I'm going to look into this. Mm-hmm. No, no confirmation yet for sure, but yeah. I know there <laughs> but we'll talk are, about it anyway. There are game trucks in town. Oh, yes, there are. Right. That would be the way to go for for console gaming. Oh, smart move, Bring Paul. A That's truck good in. thinking. That they, is good thinking, Paul. Park Matting outside it. with the food trucks. Right. They provide the equipment. Boom, boom, right boom. Right next to the food trucks. Table Come on. Tabletop stuff is easy to manage on our own, yep. but yeah. gaming is, is hard to wrangle. I'm right you with don't you. want stuff walking away. I was thinking of adding. Go ahead. And again, we should talk about this off air, but we're going to do it on there. See, this is how we are. You guys are getting right behind we the scenes. We just discuss. Yeah, we just, now, no promises. Spin the bottle seven minutes in heaven. Done. I'm thinking about adding it. Dude, make a whole room. Make a whole room. <laughs> just all we need is a bottle in the closet. You know what I mean? Oh, and a timer. At a time. We need a bottle, closet, and timer. An timer. Done, done, done. Yeah. Well, guys. they do have a Caligula room at the space. Yeah. Sure. So we're good with the room. Uh, yeah, all jokes aside, I'm always down. If you just catch me walking by, I'm down for Game of Truth or Dare. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Yeah. No problem. Truth, at all. I play Truth or Lick It. <laughs> truth, truth or Lick It. Or lick it. <laughs> lick it. That is a that's a frightening game. It's a gentleman's a, game. Truth or it's lick it is, it is a gentleman's game. game. Yeah. Have you ever told you about death in the doorway? I think I have. <laughs> what? Death in the doorway. Frank the cop. Right. When I was a bartender at Journeys, there was Frank the cop. Frank's now a bartender at Journeys. So okay. <laughs> death in the doorway. What's this? Well, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds well, pretty bad. I would sound hate lovely. it. Paul Manning would hate this. <laughs> Period. I can okay. already feel it. But it's a big, 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 big old Irish Irish family. Frank the Cop oh, is as Irish as me. Okay. Right? And my family. Uh, but the best thing is that Frank would always go you ever play Death in the Doorway it's a gentleman's game <laughs> and so he never says Death in the Doorway without saying a gentleman's it's game it's a gentleman's game <laughs> I, it's I always, like Frank the Cop always foreboding yeah no I, Frank the Cop is my favorite <laughs> he gave me my biggest line the biggest line I ever get the biggest ad lib I get in Fifty Shades when I go on for Paul is at the end of I Fuck I always say I also hand paint collectible Civil War figurines <laughs> <laughs> And that's also from Frank the Cop. Where I went over his house for the Super Bowl, and I saw this like fucking menagerie. Oh! And I was like, "What is that?" He's like, "I hand paint those. Those are those are collectible figure Civil War figurines." And I was like, "Frank the Cop hand paints collectible Civil War figurines. What the fuck world do I live in?" I just thought it was the best hobby ever. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, so Death in the Doorway, a gentleman's game. A gentleman's game. It's when you find a doorway. Danger zone. You both go fucking like, you know, whatever, chest to chest, belly to belly. You, two people squeeze into a doorway. Yeah. And punch each other until one leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, $500 if you play that game? Done. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, you, just, I, okay. you, just you can leave. T- you can leave. Oh, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you yeah. can hit once. You can leave. Well, if it, I just nothing on the money maker. I can't take any punches to the face. <laughs> yeah, I got, why are you pointing at your left boob? Because that's because <laughs> that's, that's where all my money gets made. <laughs> my left tit is my money maker. A uh, doy. You've seen the show, Jacob. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Real quick, when you're coming out to Scoop Fest, uh, September 22nd, 23rd, 24th, you can get a, t- a room at the Orleans Hotel and Casino here in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, with the discount code A7ICC09. That'll get you some cheap rooms there at the Orleans. You go to the, go to the website, put in A7ICC09, yeah. and uh, get some good cheap rooms there. Yeah. And that'll get you, uh, if you want to do the VIP uh, dinner the night before, that you can do that night as well. Again, this is just going, going to Dave and Buster's with the three of us. Yeah. Which, by the way, we've already, we've sold, I, I, I'm going to say, so here's the thing. Okay. You want to buy your plane ticket. 
Yes. Of course. You want to get your hotel nailed down. Yeah. Do it. And I, I bet I understand that you probably your purchase of our pass is the third item. Third most third most important. I think you're going to purchase that last. Yeah. Because you, our pass, the price is not going to it's not going to change. We've already sold. We're approaching 50 sold already. Yeah. And that's fucking great for this yeah. time. Thank you. All yeah. of you. Just so you know, though, it's March. It's yeah. March, <laughs> and this is happening in September. In September yeah. might be a few more people on board before we hit the hit the ground running. The I capacity of wait. the capacity of the place is three fifty to four hundred. Yeah, three fifty comfortably, four hundred people standing around. There will we can squeeze. There may come a cutoff, but there may we be. Don't, we don't want to have. Well, I know. Oh, there's a cutoff. It's a good. Problem I think we to shouldn't have. sell more than three fifty. There is a cutoff. Yeah, three fifty is probably where it'll be. But the majority of people who have purchased tickets so far. Want to go to Dave and Buster's? Which is us. great. <laughs> yeah, which is hilarious. I can't wait. And just so we know, we added that at the last minute. The really, cutoff because we for wanted that. to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah, we wanted to go to Dave and Buster's. I want to be able to tell my family, like, I'm sorry, I have to go to Dave and yes. Buster's. It's going to be so it's much work and no, obligation. And no, son, you can't come. <laughs> I have a ton of fun going there with Ann. Only imagine how much fun it's going to be. But with just know, and everybody, the cutoff for the Dave and Buster's dinner. Is going to be much lower than the cutoff for Scoop Fest. <laughs> That's right. true too. Yeah. That's true too. We're not going to be able to get four hundred people into Dave and Buster's. No. Uh, we'll have Scoop Bags again. Uh, yep. Scoop Bags. We'll have a secret item again, which we've already decided yes. on what it is. Secret We're already working on the, ske- on the secret item. Very excited about that. Uh, it's a, lot a brand of, new. It's not the same as last. Yeah, year. Yeah, not the same. Not the same secret item. So if you got the Scoop Bag last year, don't worry. We haven't invented enough new characters yet. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of new characters and collectible items. Yeah. Yes. We should get into some Amiibo. Scoop Yeah, we should. <laughs> Amiibo. Amiibo. Amiibo to my Those switch. New characters and collectible items. That's it. Scoop mail. Oh, shit. Scoop mail. Zippity doo. We got mail in a box. I love it. Oh. It happened. The jam. It happened. The jam just, is back. I just hurt my neck dancing. That's all. <laughs> you busted By the way, hard. you're the amoeba. You're the amoeba to my switch. Is my new pickup line. <laughs> you're the amoeba to my switch. Girl, you're my girl, new, girl. You're my amoeba to my switch. You're the amoeba to my switch. Uh, let's see. We got a box here. We got stuff stuff on top of the box. Ding dongs. Uh, hot and spicy mixed nuts. And. Uh, Boy Boing Cornic uh, Chili Cheese Flavor. What the fuck? Uh, I don't know what those things are. I, of course we're ding-dongs. Those are right on top, though. They're Cornic Chili Cheese Flavor. Cornic. Cornic, I guess it's just corn? What do we... Well, let's hear what they I have don't know. to say. We have a note underneath there. Uh, greetings, you crazy comedic chameleons. In this package, you will find an assortment of the funniest name snack foods that I can find <laughs> at my local international grocery store. Oh, there you go. And Answer. data CD. Yeah. With uh, two background audio tracks that I created. You have my permission to use these tracks for any purpose you desire. Royalty-free in perpetuity. Hooray. Wow. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, don't thank them yet. We haven't heard the tracks yet. Uh, They they may be terrible. This reminded me. I will let you know. Mm -hmm. I have set wheels in motion. Production is underway. (laughs) Oh, no. Slow and steady for Dog and Snake Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It is going to happen. It is going to happen. The I am trying. Set I am trying to get it done before Scoop Fest. <laughs> really? That's my plan. Christmas is coming early for people. Well, I mean, what better chance? I mean, because what I'd like to do is have a limited run of actual physical discs for sale at Scoop Fest. Secret two AM concert. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm not. Saying I told no. you the time I, I created the accidental secret jam at the pit. What happened? I went to an improv festival and a guy jokingly was like, "Oh yeah, there's a secret jam at 2 a.m." and I was like, "How exciting!" and I hung out the bar. Yeah. And I'll, and while I hung out and watched every show, I kept telling everybody, "You hear the secret jam at 2? You hear the secret jam at 2?" And so by me misunderstanding a guy's total like dick ass bit on the way out the door, you ended up making. A I jam. created a secret jam and at 2 a.m. And everybody stayed. Yes, that's great. And we had like 50 people participate. We're in the not going to get a lot of sleep during that week. No, I think I need probably not meth. 
<laughs> it, you know, you're not wrong. Uh, I'm going to put in my rider, and then the rider's to us. So yeah. you guys just tell me whether I can have meth or not. <laughs> you know what? I, maybe I'm going to get a room at the Orleans. Yeah? We might, we might get some rooms. Save me 40 minutes. Yeah. More rope time. Oh, rope time. <laughs> oh, man. That Now that is a special event. <laughs> Palmatically rope time. No, that's your thing. <laughs> that, that, that'd be the Jacob Smith Memorial Rope Time hangout. <laughs> Wait, Memorial? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Jacob died on Friday. <laughs> we don't want to cancel the rest of Scoop Fest, so we made everyone wear bathrobes the rest of Scoop Fest. <laughs> It's only fair. That's, <laughs> it's only fitting. Cream colon? Yep. That's the name of this thing. Yep. <laughs> what in the shit? Anything that look like uh, what well, do they look like? Well, on the side it says something else. They look like dog treats. They look like dog treats. Got oh, oh, what, oh, I bet what it's appears got to be uh, Korean writing on it. I bet it's got tasty little fudge inside. <laughs> well, I bet it doesn't. I bet you've bet that before, Paul Mattingly. <laughs> I was right on sometimes. <laughs> What is this one? This has got a turtle. No, it's a worm. What the fuck? What's it called? Oh, it's Banana Kick. It's a banana running away dee, from a dee, monkey. Dee, dee, dee. Banana Kick. Dee, 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 dee. Banana Snick. Banana Snick. Banana Snick. Banana Snack with what? artificial flavor. Artificial? You don't want to put real banana on that. No, no, no. I bet it tastes like a scratch and sniff sticker. Banana Kick. I love the Asian writing on all of this. Oh, this banana kick. I, it's almost too cute to eat. The snacks have been chosen for their flavor. Uh, not for their flavor, but rather for the entertainment value that their packaging provides. Uh, Good, because right cream colon is not necessarily my <laughs> flavor-packed. <laughs> banana know. kick is adorable. That monkey. Yeah. Anything with a monkey, though, you, you 90% got me. Hey, you want to you wanna test the fudge content of cream colon? <laughs> we might as well. I, 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 I absolutely no... want... I, I, I wasn't a weed. Yeah, I'm oh, asking if you sure, want yeah, to sure. try cream colon. Yeah, pass it along, Jacob. Thank you. All right, cream colon. Here we go. While you do that, I also have a story for you that I like to call the cone artist. I was shopping with my wife one day when this event, when this event unfolded in front of us. We were waiting for a stoplight in front of an underpass. There's a traffic cone in the street two lanes over, which I assume had made its way there from some nearby road maintenance. A young man gets out of his car, grabs the cone, and throws it up the hill. It doesn't quite make it to the top and starts rolling down. I was sure that it would end up back in the street, but no. It landed upright, right in the sidewalk. The young man returns to his vehicle. There's an older man who is standing on the sidewalk, talking on his phone. He grabs the traffic cone, glares in the direction of the younger man, and proceeds to angrily return the cone to the lane that it was in. <laughs> This man's name was Batman. <laughs> I thought that maybe the old man was senile for a moment, but then the light changed. As traffic moves, the full story un unveils. The old guy's car is broken down at the crosswalk, and he was using the cone to keep cars from stopping too close to him. It goes to show uh, that, that context is everything. My wife pointed out <laughs> that his car must not be very reliable if he keeps a traffic cone with him at all times. Pause, Jacob. Paul, fudgy content of cream colon? They're coffee flavored. <laughs> I can smell it. Oh, it's repugnant. But you have to try it. I know. I will not eat coffee shit. I, like coffee. I hate coffee stuff. You will love it. Cream colon, by the way, is coffee shit. <laughs> might be. And thus the story ends. Enjoy the snacks. I don't have a scoop name, but I love your show. That's fine. Thank you. I don't have a scoop name. Thank you. I don't have a scoop name. Thank you for my cream colon. What an awesome gift. Thank you for all. I will eat the banana snack. <laughs> yes, you will. Oh. Coffee? It is fudgy. Is it, it is fudgy? It is coffee fudgy, yeah. It's coffee fudgy. Oh, it's coffee fudgy. Okay. Which is my new name, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Please call me coffee fudgy. I am coffee fudgy. I'm your substitute teacher. 
Hello, Coffee Fudgy. Hello. Can oh. I have a bathroom pass? Can I have a bathroom pass, Coffee Fudgy? Yes, you can. Bathroom pass for everyone. Coffee Fudgy gives out bathroom passes for free. Speaking of Coffee Fudgy, we've got a letter here from Octo Scoop. I'm from Idaho, and I've become accustomed to my state being ignored, defamed, and otherwise belittled. But I am horrified that with all the attention that you gave Larry Qua Larry Craig, that you never mentioned that he was the senator from Idaho. I didn't know that. You only mentioned Minnesota, which is merely the site of his finest hour. Okay, you're right. And that's from Octo Scoop. Real quick, okay, real quick. These are blowing my mind. Oh, I, haven't the banana I haven't eaten it yet, but it is. Uh, the smell wafting over to this side of the churn is not pleasant. It's <laughs> it's uh, a Cheeto puff. It is. Oh, banana cakes are like banana, but Cheetos? banana Cheeto puff. It looks like a banana colored Cheeto puff. That's disgusting. Paul's in. Paul Paul's is sold. In. Yum. Okay. Paul just bumped stock in banana cakes. What this is. What this is. I'm going to stick to bourbon. <coughs> yes. You have the sensation of eating a Cheeto. So mouthfeel on point. Right? Go on. Everybody knows Cheesy Poofs is where it's at. Yep. Then, as it disintegrates in your mouth, yeah. it tastes like Fruit Loops. Oh, okay. So the artificial it banana like is more like a flavor. flavor. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's kind of like eating dry cereal. All right. I'll banana kick it. Let's do it. Kick it! Banana, nana, nana, nana. It's really good. Nah. Octoscoop, uh, we that, would like those... to apologize to you and all of the wide stanced people from Idaho. We yeah. are we are very sorry, sorry for ignoring we you. We dropped the ball there. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, if you, uh, and now it makes me realize that, I, of course, you stay in the closet. Yeah. As Idaho sent. It's yeah. different. Minnesota, you should come out of the closet. Of course. Well, I mean, he had like a wife and three kids. These are good. Right? I like banana kicks. You need to take those home to the kids. Those, your kids will flip for those. Oh, my gosh. You're going to eat them all. Right? No, I'm not going to do that. I, uh, we, I would. If I won't. We've got one here from Gully Scoop. I'm giving my kids all cream colon. <laughs> Get them regular. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you glorious tickle, ticklers of ear holes. I have currently been trying to get through the 200 plus episode backlog of episodes of ICS that I have not so listened sorry. to since finding the podcast. It's perfect for my usual one hour plus commute to work and for when I'm cleaning my apartment. Oh. That being said, I've heard many stories of going to Poundtown, and I figured that it was time to begin my own tales. So Hooray. with that, nice. I begin the true scoop mail. Do it. Uh, dear Swear House. I bet he meant to say Dear Sweat House. I got like the Swear House next door. Swear, yeah. we, got, we got the Swear House, Shit. the Swear House, the Drill Place, yeah. and uh, the Sweat House. Yeah. You fuck at the Sweat House. You yell fuck at the Swear House. Yes. <laughs> Very easily confused. <laughs> there definitely doesn't matter if I could use the Swear House. Understandable. I just pull over and just, I'm going to go and just yell. There are days when expletives. you come over to my apartment. It is, <laughs> it the, is swear the Swear House. <laughs> I was going to say, is that a, <laughs> the swear house is on wheels and it is my car. <laughs> That's the fucking fact. That is. Oh, <laughs> Vegas traffic will drive you to take the Lord's name in vain. I was driving LA people to, to go to, to like uh, to get something to eat after Fool Us. Yeah. And like, is this guy flicking your brights on you? And I was like, he is. And I was like, they're like, why? And I was like, because I put my turn signal on and got in the lane. And they're like, <laughs> really? And I was like, yes. Vegas this is, this is territorial. Is it was his lane. Even though there's plenty of room for me to go to that lane. Yep. And even though I use my signal, he is mad that I, I, I I'm his on lane. his turf. Yeah, I'm yep. on his turf. Isn't that crazy? And they all were like, "What?" And like I had to explain it three times. I was like, "No, there's nothing else to the story." Like, no, that's I why I changed he's lanes. He was in that lane. 
That's Bright's, it. A, Bright's in my rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Vegas drivers are madmen. It wasn't aggressive. There was, he didn't have to tap his brake. Nothing. Nope. I have I learned to drive in a very specific way yeah. living here. Yeah. You let all the traffic pass you. You get into the lane you're going to be in yeah. about eight intersections ahead. You do. You have to think way ahead of time. Yep. If you want to move a lane, yep. if you don't want to piss anyone off, yep. you have to be like, and that's oh, what I do. I oh, gotta get in that lane at the there's light. There's an important uh-huh. caveat in that sentence, and that is if you don't want to oh, piss anybody off. Absolutely. I'm just, <laughs> Jacob, you that and is, I, you that and is I drive not very how, That is not how Matt Donnelly and I drive. Yes. <laughs> Matt Donnelly and I do not drive. In that I manner. drive path of least resistance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely. Matt Donnelly and I drive how the, however the hell we're going to drive. <laughs> and if somebody happens to get pissed off, that's on them. Yeah. I, th- I, I, you know, I threaten the lane. Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah you got you. Put, you give the turn signal, and then you give the jolt. The jolt. Yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, it's the you only to, way to drive. You have to it. scare them. And now with people always on their phones, you have to like sometimes double jolt. Oh, no, true. you have to look up from your phone. I'm oy, jolting oy, oy, you. Oy, oy, oy. I need to get in this lane. Yeah, like, I'm coming over, whether you want me to or not. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, dear Sweathouse, a bit of backstory. I'm a chunky guy from southeastern Kentucky. While I've always been overweight, I've never seemed to uh, to have a problem with the ladies. My best friend says that I have a patented smile that I always do as I attempt to literally charm the ladies out of their pants. Um, I, can, I believe that's called heaven. I can halfway empathize with this guy. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know I one part. I halfway understand this guy's life. <laughs> <laughs> he also claims that uh, I have what he has dubbed the luckiest pizza boy in the world syndrome. Ooh. I.e., uh, just like the pizza boy in the porn, I always seem to get the luckiest uh, fucking imaginable. Uh, of course, I will write in with much more stories, but I figured that I should start with my own roadhead story. Okay. I'm, I'm all in for fat pizza boy roadhead. sex stories. Yes. Could be of its own section. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you can have your own segment. Mm-hmm. That, is a, that is a niche crowd. I was a sophomore in high school and had been dating this girl for a couple of months. Uh, the only way I know to describe her since it was the early 2000s is that she reminded me of Avril Lavigne uh, with that typical skater girl type look. I'm in. Uh, yes. She lived with her grandmother and she was very strict. I'm assuming the grandmother and not uh, not the Avril Lavigne look. <laughs> uh, so the only see punctuation matters. Yes. <laughs> uh, so the only time I really got to see her was at school. Uh, so we constructed a plan. We would start attending church together. Neither oh, we've heard these before. Yep. The church hookups, man. What was it? Last week we had gay guys getting the. Getting well, last week we had one from uh, from intern Ryer, right? From from the, the scoop turn. Yeah. You guys are talking about the same person, right? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Uh, so we constructed a plan. We would start attending church together. Neither, neither of us being very religious, this wasn't the best of plans. But in my hometown, there wasn't really much else to do. It's uh, like, especially something that her grandmother would allow us to do, uh, allow her to do with me. This is the thing. Like, I go to Walmart a lot. Yeah. But that's from when that was all you could do in Richmond after like <laughs> 10 p.m. It's considered oh, yeah. an activity. And, and yeah, everybody would st- uh, still, I'm sure oh, it's oh. the hangout. I, we always hung out at 7 Eleven in, in Little Server, New mm-hmm. Jersey. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you, would, you would loop, you would, we called the 7 Eleven was uptown and then the AMP was downtown. <laughs> Can you imagine hanging out at a 7 Eleven after midnight anywhere here? No. It is strange, man. This 7-Eleven is, like is a quaint establishment in New Jersey. In it a lot of not, places. It is not. <laughs> no, 7-Eleven is basically like. AMPM too is Sketchville. It's basically but 7-Eleven like, out here is it's, like. It's it's an addict shelter. That's what a 7-Eleven it is. It is. You, you go to a 7-Eleven with the, at least I do, I go, is this drink worth getting shot? <laughs> 
And if the answer is yes, I go in and I buy my drink. Get your beverage. You get my beverage. Every time I get out of Seven Eleven, like especially like like close to uh, close to the bucket show, mm. I get out to get something. I was like, oh, I forgot, and I gotta make sure like my windows are yeah. up, my doors locked, and I, I stopped like, going. There was a there yeah. was a, a specific one I would go to on the way to work, mm-hmm. and I'd go in and I'd get my thing, and I'd come out, and there's always a dude like, hey man, I'm like no dude, <laughs> no, and the poor guy behind the counter, <laughs> oh, it's just like banging on the windows like. Leave my customers alone! Yeah. Oh yeah, crazy. That sucks. There's yeah. one. Uh, there's one close by to here. That's that's really nice. You can go there. And you go. You can go there late night. There's nobody. Nobody weird around. Lies. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's only for the next year or so. Yeah. Right. Uh, so uh, neither of us religious, uh, but it was the only thing we could do. Uh, oh, uh, so uh, neither of us drove, uh, of course, at the time, since we were both underage. Uh, so we signed up to ride the church van to services on Wednesday nights. She lived about 15 minutes from me, but the van uh, had to pass me first, so I would ride to get her. Uh, then after services, we would ride to her house, then back towards the church to my house for some extra time with her. I'm about to be really impressed if this goes down. The yeah, road. me too. Yeah, if this, because he said roadhead. And, this, and sounds ch- like and an Italian, this sounds like an Italian air, air it show does. setup, if I ever heard it. It could it be. Does. Uh, on one particular night, we were the only two in the dark van besides the driver. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm, I'm saying van. Uh, he wrote can, but I'm, I'm assuming that he didn't mean that they're the only two in the can. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> toilet. Toilet head? All right. They're the only two in the can other than the driver. I'm okay with that. Uh, he was an older gentleman. He didn't see or hear very well. Girl, you're give me Sorry, that's what you want driving you. toilet head. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Blumpkins. Uh. Uh, so the driver was an older gentleman. He didn't see or hear very well. So we sat in the very back and decided it was prime time for some making out. <laughs> a few minutes in, my girl is kissing and biting my neck and rubbing my crotch. Without oh. a second thought, I unzipped my pants and she began my most sinful and also my first blowjob. Daddy. I was in heaven, pun intended. Wow! Uh, there's amazing. no pun. There's not really a pun there. That's, not a pun there, but come on, go it's on. fine. It's good. Uh, I finished right before we got to her house, zipped up, and kissed her goodbye on the cheek. But the story doesn't end there. What? I like, I like how he made sure to tell us that he kissed her on the cheek. Didn't are, kiss her on the mouth afterwards. Didn't want to kiss her on the mouth afterwards. But, you know. Uh, I went home with straight to Kissed bed. her on her purse. On <laughs> her purse? <laughs> <laughs> Good night, my lady. Mwah. Kissed her right on her change he purse. Just, what is this? He just kissed my bag. <laughs> I went home and went straight to bed. The next morning when I awoke, I went to the bathroom to get ready for school, and that's when I saw it. She had been a little too enthusiastic when she was biting my ne- neck and left a hickey bigger than my fist oh, hickey, on my you're neck. you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, hickey. Uh-uh. Hey, hickey. hickey. Oh, uh, Hickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind, Hickey. Hickey. Uh, hickey. I don't know how to chant in the background there. Uh, okay. Just say hickey. A hickey, fist-sized hickey. A fist-sized hickey. Fist-sized hickey. Is disgusting. Yeah. That's too much. It and was you, August. Well, we there all know. There was no clothing I could wear to hide it. The onus is on the hickier. Yeah, the onus is on, on the hickier. hickier. Absolutely. Totally. We, don't mean to, we don't mean to bust your balls. Everyone at school saw it. Of course, there were jokes, but to my closest how friend, the joke... How big was this girl's mouth? <laughs> You landed a bass, son. <laughs> you weren't making out with a girl. That was a fish. No, you <laughs> you, you hooked up with Big Mouth Billy Bass. <laughs> this girl, this girl. You didn't get a blowjob. You got a crotch job. <laughs> she just took in the entire area. You got a crappie job. Yeah. You found this girl hanging on a like, wall. Oh, man. This girl's, oh, boom, 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 this girl was working. She was working the shaft and my groin with her tongue. She was amazing. <laughs> 
all while sucking my toes. <laughs> hey, uh, you got any of those uh, tetrafin flakes around? I'm a fish. I'm a fish. Say, say, you got any water I could drink? Uh, slash breathe? Whatever. Yeah, whatever it takes. I just like going to church with you. Oh, I like going to church with you too. <laughs> I'm a Piscopalian. Oh. <laughs> but to my closest friends, the real joke was just imagine what the rest of the night was like. I may be going to hell if you try to believe in finish? a Mr. Man in the Sky. <laughs> but goddamn if it wasn't worth it. <laughs> did, you, did this relationship tip the scales? <laughs> Dude, that was all recorded on a fisheye lens. <laughs> Well, this is one pole I don't mind having in my mouth. <laughs> ooh, boo, 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 boo. I'm a fish. Ooh, boo, 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 boo. The question I'm is, how fish. could I lure her back? <laughs> I didn't see much of her in the day. I but had a night came crawling. <laughs> she was <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life and all the choices that I've made that have led me to this moment. I uh, I woke up and I had a hickey like a diaper around the front of my crotch, around oh. my taint, to my butthole. The entire bikini area was bruised. It was bruised. It was one giant bruise. I could have walked around people who thought I was wearing purple underoos. <laughs> I thought her name was Jill. Her name was Gil. <laughs> she was a masturbator. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for all the laughs and everything you do. I just became a Patreon supporter this month, March 2017. So thank when we read this in the future years from now, I can say fuck you, Jacob, for not getting to me sooner. Uh, it's March, sucker. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. That, that's your girlfriend. Uh, so <laughs> expect to hear from me a lot more. Fuck you in your faces until it's all purple and black. Gully Scoop. Thank you, Gully Scoop. And, thank you, uh, Gully. Thank you. You are one of many new Patreons that we have to thank. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. So uh, get on it, guys. Get on it. We love it. Um, it's really uh, helping us do this show. Period. A Patreon at any level will get access to all of our alternative content. Yes. With the exception of Mothra's Secret Agent Podcast, which that's only right. goes to that. That level, is true. The ten dollar level. Mm-hmm. And above. That is tr- that is very mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Guys, are you ready? Yes. It's Born time for ready. a little Jock versus Nerd. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It's time. It's time for Jock versus Explosion on your neck with a fish. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm a fish. Boom, 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 boom. I'm a fish. You're wondering if my burps that are bourbon and banana kicks <laughs> is a good or a bad combination. What's what's the verdict? It is a good combination. Good. Ooh. I'm glad to hear it. I'll bet it is. Bourbon and banana kicks is my new Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what else is a good combination? Scoop mail, jock versus nerd. And Scooperty. Another Scooperty. Oh, good. Where's my phone? Where's my phone? I was. We got a broadcast, yeah? Scooperty Groove. This is our tradition. Oh. We look did at this last time, Groove. Matt. I know. I was so mad that I had to go home before we periscoped and uh, we had people watching, so let's do it. We had, like, but everybody people. liked uh, Three Headed Matt playing along for you. All right. I know. I was, I was jealous of that, too. Although Three Headed Matt did not win. They did not do very well. I've, they, then, then, then this is a true scooper. That was a yes. true three-headed match. I've never won or come close to winning scooper. 
uh, from Joe James, L- aka Scala Wally Scoop. Uh, we got a little, uh, got a little, set, little uh, Scott Jack versus Nerd. That's the that's the word. That's Jesus. what I can't think of. Guys, uh, message body. Hey, salt port vendors. Yeah, it's time. It's time for bed. A uh, little Jack versus Nerd scoopity game for you all. Hail Hojack and the two twenty five thousand dollar website, which is glorious face fucking for my eye holes. Enjoy. That's true. You can go to uh, twenty five thousand website dot com. And you can make your own scooperty game and send it in to us. Yeah, it's pretty so, neat. It's amazing how people put one together. Thank yeah. you guys for doing this. It's great. So we have a we have a scooperty here for the three of us to play. Uh, <laughs> the categories are musical theater, mystery theater three thousand, dream theater, and movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This is great. Oh, amazing. I, uh, I say that, and I lose every time. But, yeah. uh It seems exciting at the start every it's time. It's a fun way to lose. Just so we're clear, none of us are going to know any of the Dream Theater categories. The name of uh, Matt and Magnus' autobiography. <laughs> a fun way to lose. A fun way to lose. Uh, I guess it's me fun. first, and it's asking for musical theater. It's asking for what I'm going to pick first, so I'm going to go with musical theater for 800. Uh, this musical has been hailed as clever and wildly entertaining by Variety Magazine, filthy and funny, by the New York Daily News and the perfect appetizer to the upcoming movie by Entertainment Weekly. This is your question? This is my question. All right, Mr. Musical Theater. The, just giving me think about the reviews? What, think about what movie just came out. Uh, I mean, Beauty and the Beast? Is that your guess? No. no okay. Because that is not filthy and funny. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> I'm pretty it, sure it's not. In my world, it is. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Cats game? You giving it up? You passing? No, I'm going to go Avenue Q. Does it pass to me? No, I'm guessing Avenue Q. Oh fuck! I you. could I could pass to you. All right, go but ahead. But I'm, I'm guessing Avenue Q. Would you? What would What would you have guessed before I pull the answer up? I would guess my goddamn show, Fifty Shades the Parody, because that's what it is. Oh, must be. Yes. Let's see here. Can I? Can I click on it? Oh I no! I can't click on it. <laughs> Nothing's happening. That was Scoopity. Scoopity. Oh, there it is. Fifty Shades the Parody. <laughs> okay. Uh, you lose. Yeah, so Jacob got it wrong. Oh, well. I only know because I'm in that show. Yeah. And I see Filthy and Funny on the po- poster every day. All right. Whose turn is it? Also, um, I'm Filthy and Funny. Paul's turn. Yay. I will take Mystery Science Theater. Mystery Theater 3000 for uh, 800. Let's go big. Go home. All right. Going big. Uh, what is the name of the movie that Mike and his robot companions watch in the 1996 Mystery Science Theater 3000 feature-length film? Oh, these are not easy questions. So you guys went 800 first. Actually, this That's time true. I will get it right. This Island Earth. All right, let's see. What is this Island Earth? Cha-ching! See, that was, I almost had that last time with this Island Earth, but it was the day the Earth stood still. But I got this one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know me some MST3K, baby. Obviously. Yeah. Matt's turn. I will take movie theater for 200, please. <laughs> This animated film was the top-grossing movie of the greatest year of all time, 1992. Yes. This animated film. It was the top-grossing movie of the greatest year of all time, 1992. Does Space Jam count as an animated movie? I'm going to pass. Uh, that goes to me. Uh, I kind of think it's Beauty and the Beast. Beast? Beast. Beauty and the Beast. No, what is Aladdin? Oh, oh. close. Yep. That's a, that was a toughie. Yeah. Unless you know the uh, unless you knew the day. Uh, all right. So uh, Paul is in first place after one round. Paul is in first place with eight hundred. Matt is in second place with zero. I Jacob's in third place <laughs> with negative one thousand. With my answers all flowing. That's right. 
Jacob's turn. Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll stick with musical Jacob theater for 600. Is going. Uh, this musical is the most expensive in Broadway history, partly due to having the longest preview period in history. Oh. Record 182 performances Boo. in the preview period. At the time of its release, <laughs> it also set the box office record for most sales in one week. Uh, I'm going to go Spider-Man. Spider-Man. It's pronounced Well, what's the full name? Uh, Turn off the dark. There you go. Yes. Yeah, I, I know it. <laughs> I know you did. Uh, P.S. Whatever happened to the Las Vegas production? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Who cares? Uh, I'll tell you exactly what happened to it. It didn't fucking happen. That's what. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, because a, after you lost $1 billion on Broadway, how are you going to find somebody to finance another production of it somewhere else? All that needs is another city. Yeah. Paul's turn. And more oh, injuries. Just new U2 songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will take, again, Mystery Theater 3000 for 600. All right. An eighth season episode included a running back for the Minnesota Vikings who may or may not be related to audio guy Jacob. Name this jock who entered the nerd world not to be confused with a singer-guitarist with the same name. Oh. Oh, man. I'm going to skip. I'm going to pass. You're passing a map. Yep. Oh, shoot. Okay. Eighth season episode included Minnesota running Minnesota Vikings running back, maybe related to audio guy Jacob. Yep, which means his last name is Smith. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Yeah. So I should know this. I can't think of a Minnesota Vikings running back with the last name Smith. I sure can't. I I was gonna. Well, are you gonna guess? I'm gonna pass. You gonna pass, Jacob? Yeah, I'm, I'm passing too. I was gonna th- I was gonna say Bubba Smith, but I don't think that's him. I don't think so either. Okay, let's see here. Uh, the answer is Robert Smith. Yeah. Robert Smith. Yep. Robert Smith. Nobody guessed that make one. Babaru, make babaru. Matt's turn. I will take Dream Theater for 200. <laughs> Dream Theater. This album is Dream Theater's highest selling album, reaching number 61 on the Billboard 200 on its way to obtaining gold record status. Why would I take this category? I don't, I don't know. know anything about Dream Theater. <laughs> Well, you had to get to it eventually. Yeah, yeah. I just was curious. He's just jumping on this grenade. I wasn't sure if it was going to be like different kinds of questions, but it's actually just questions about, <laughs> just about dream theater. theater. I, thought you thought like, like, I had a dream. What was in my dream? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a theater? Speaking of dreams, what what civil rights leader mentioned the dream in his speech? <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess pass. All right, let's see what the answer is. I'm afraid pass is not correct. <laughs> it's going to be funny if they had an album named Pass. <laughs> that would be something. Uh, I'm also going to pass, Paul. No way. All right. Images and words. Oh, shit. Images, of course images and words. <laughs> of course. Uh, oh, Jacob's oh, turn. They're magnum opus. I'm going to jump over <laughs> to movie theater for 400. This 2007 film was written and directed by Tony Gilroy, who lost it both in both categories at the Oscars. Uh, though the movie did win in supporting actress category. What? Uh, 2007 film written and directed by Tony Gilroy. Uh, I have no idea. I'm passing to Paul. Supporting actress, 2007. 2007. Shit, what was I even doing in 2007? George Bush's final year in the White House. Right. Oh, that year. (laughs) I, I, uh, Tony Gilroy. Nah, I'm going to pass. Whose turn is it? Yours. Pass! All right, let's see here. Uh, Michael Clayton. Oh, that was for Oh, me. that's your movie! Uh, Tilda Swinton uh, won, the, uh, won the Oscar. That's true, that's true. That's your movie, dude. Yep, there you I go. Know, Paul's turn. I will go Mystery Science Theater 3000 for 400. Uh, on the show, Mike, Joel, and the bot spaceship is called... Uh, 
and wait, Mike, Joel, and the bots spaceship is called this, named after a Lou Reed song. What is the satellite of love? Satellite of love. Paul boom, nails boom, it. Boom. Paul is cleaning up on that category. Matt, well, what you got? I know Mystery Science Theater. I will go musical theater for 400, please. All right. I just watched Puma Man again. Daily today. Double. Do, 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 uh, do, Matt, do, you can do, wager do, do. between zero and four hundred dollars. That's a four hundred dollar question. Say, so all, baby. Four hundred. All right, let's see here. This show is Broadway's longest running musical, and it initially launched in nineteen eighty eight. Uh, I'm gonna guess Les Misérables. Oh, I don't think that's it. Phantom of the Opera. That's what I was uh, gonna okay. say. Yeah. Da, 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 I thought Les Mis beat Phantom's record. No, da, da, it didn't. Da, 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 I think if you, I think if you accumulative, uh, uh, Les Mis may have beat it, uh, but Les Mis had time off, and like Phantoms, I think the the record is uh, longest continuous. All right, uh, Jacob's turn. I'll go movie theater for six hundred. This movie currently sits fourth time uh, on the list of uh, gross worldwide box office. Though Jacob might disagree because it's the best film of all time. <laughs> um, I'll go Jurassic World. No, it is. God, it is. Oh my god! Oh. Jurassic World. Oh my god! Gross. Oh, I'm so happy for the hint. That is the gross box office. Thank you for the hint. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's turn. See, I would have guessed Empire Strikes Back, but anyway. Uh, okay, uh, I'll close out Mystery Science Theater, please. Why not? For two hundred. Uh, the original MST3K series had this many episodes over its eleven seasons, according to IMDb. Not to be confused with IMDb. <laughs> Uh, I don't actually know the number on that. That seems like a harder question than that several is, of the that others. That's harder than a 200 question, I would think. Yeah. But uh, I don't know the answer. You passing? I'm passing. Matt, what you got? Uh, a pass. Me too. 199. Uh, I should have known that, though, because the Riff Tracks guys just did their 200th riff. I agree. Uh, you should have known that. Outside known. of... Well, I knew it was close to 200, but I didn't know exactly how okay. close to 200. Oh, okay. Matt's turn. Which uh, dream theater category would you like? Movie theater for 800, <laughs> please. This 2016 film includes a film within a film, which is titled Knocked Off. <laughs> Director's Cut. I believe so. Look at that. Yep. Matt got it. Uh, that launches Matt into second place with 400. Paul is still in first place with 1,200. Jacob is in third place with 200. This is the best I've ever done at Scooperty. We are all on the board with positive numbers. I mean, that's pretty impressive that's right pretty there. That's pretty good. Yep. For now, we haven't cleaned Dream Theater out yet. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming we're going to have three passes on Dream Theater. Dream Theater. I'm on Musical Theater for 200. Uh, the first performance of Jersey Boys occurred on October 4th of this year. Oh, oh what a night. Oh, man. Uh, I'm not going to guess. Paul, what do you want? I'll pass. Matt? Hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me do the math. Let me, let me, uh, let do me, the math on this. Let me do some math on this. Yeah. People were talking about Jersey Boys when I first moved to New York. So it was open. I know about where it is, but I, I don't know the exact it had year. Eight years here. I'm gonna say 2004. That would that was my guess actually. 2005. Oh, yeah. What did that cost him? Uh, that cost him 200. That's not bad. Nope. Uh, Matt and I are tied at second right now. Yeah. Especially with Dream Theater being the only category <laughs> yeah. left, so I was gonna. Go oh, Dream Theater's it. Oh yeah, you did the right thing. I had to, swing. I had to take a swing. Yeah, yeah we're about did. to close this shit out. <laughs> Paul, which dream theater would you like? 400, 600, 800. Let's go 800. Might as well. Who cares? <laughs> uh, name one song by dream theater. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Paul, would you like to guess or no, pass to Matt? No, pass. I'm passing this shit. Matt, would you like to guess or pass to me? Pass is my guess. I think they have a song called Pass. We got uh, somebody on Periscope just said, I have two albums and I'm drawing a blank. I also have two albums. I believe... This may just be the name of an album, but I believe that Metropolis is a song. So I'm going to guess Metropolis and is try to get on the board. all of them? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, we, have to, we have to Google this now. Let's see if Metropolis <laughs> is a song. The comes up and says, what is parentheses? Will anyone know if this person who answers is right or wrong? Oh, my God. The funniest thing about this is... <laughs> Dream Theater Metropolis. <laughs> yes. What about Pass? Look up Pass. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's see here. I, I thought. I'm afraid not. I thought oh. it'd have another. Like, what was the other? The sound and music. What was their? their, their I don't even remember what the question. Squares and boxes. Like, probably something really simple. Eight hundred. Oh, Jacob gets it right. Oh, you got one, dude. Oh, Metropolis, you did it. I got it. Holy shit. Jacob is actually within striking distance. He of, is. Of, I'm within uh, two hundred. He is. Whose turn is it? Uh, it is Matt's turn. Oh, let's go, Dream Theater for six hundred. Might as well. Uh, the band released a live CD entitled Live Scenes from New York with cover art that was quickly this. recalled the day of release and has yep. since become a sought-after rare, sought rare collector's item. <laughs> what was the original cover art and or reason for its recall? It was a baby with a huge unicorn boner. <laughs> <laughs> is that your final answer? That is, that's, that's everyone's final answer. <laughs> Let's see what the answer is. Uh, what is the Twin Towers in the New York City skyline in flames? It was released on September 11th, 2001. Oh, that's weird. That is, yeah. Not as weird as what I described. <laughs> nope. <laughs> what? It came out the same day? It came out on September 11th. Where's the small change documentary? <laughs> Get on this. <laughs> yeah. And now it's a collector's item. I bet it is. Man, that is that is some uh, lone gunman shit right there. That yeah. Is some, that, is a, that is some fucked up shit. Yep. Uh, Dream Theater was founded in this state where band members attended the Berkeley Col uh, College of Music. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, well, then, since this is my turn, and this could possibly this win could it for me. the winner. I'm going to guess California. No. Massachusetts. Mass. Man. So not Cal Berkeley, then. Knock no. you down. Berkeley College of Music. That's is, in, is in Boston. Yeah, it's spelled uh, with the E-E there, dude, not Berkeley. Oh, I didn't look at how it was spelled. I, I would have, I'm mad because I would have gotten a Dream Theater category question right. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> and that would have propelled you into, well, you still would have been in third place. I'm still in second place with 600. Paul is in a rousing first place I with uh, 1,200. I can't do shit in Scooperty. No. <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. You are not good at Scooperty. It's just not your game. I'm I'm over. I'm over. Oh. And Paul, I think, uh, well, Paul's won just about every, every Scooperty. Yeah. Uh, you got. I told you, it's quick recall. It's it, old habits die hard. Yep. Um, you guys can update. I had vegetables today. I had a salad today. All hey, right, zero everybody. days with no vegetables. Yep. All right. I had a salad. Speaking of plugs, I keep forgetting to plug that I was on the Smart Mouth podcast, by the way. Oh, plug that shit. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. So if you go, I think it was episode 40. I'm not sure, but it's just it's, uh, it's a really fun podcast. It's actually it's a former food editor or current food editor for LA Weekly. All right. Paul's vegetable calendar updated. Um, and... Uh, uh, Yay! Every week she interviews a different person about a different type of food, and she's she's really well versed in the history. Oh, very cool! Politics. What did you get to talk about? Vegan stuff. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, 
But it was good. It was a good. I think it was a funny podcast. I thought you were going to talk about can smash burgers, man. Oh, well, that's that's. I'm, I'm hoping for next season. All right, on the next season. Go check out the Smart Mouth Podcast, the Food Smart Podcast. Mouth Podcast. Uh, well, give a shout out and a goodbye to all of our uh, scoops here See on scoops. Uh, Periscope. Goodbye. Lots of love, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again soon. <coughs> all right, I want to thank Pen Gillette for creating this. Pen Gillette for creating this podcast. Easy for you to say. And then uh, let's see. Let's uh, let's thank people in a style of uh, uh, Dream Theater songs. Dream Theater songs. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I want to thank Lee Sharp, Sharpopolis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank uh, Malaya Strimple for Strimple of Dreams. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Leon Kassab Chemtrails. <laughs> Melissa Carrillo, don't eat the Soylent. <laughs> I want to thank Mocking Scoop Poop has antioxidants in it. Michael Calder, how much for your brain? Uh, three scoops of lady, two scoops of dude, one scoop, whatever bathroom you want. Michael Ellsroth, Heaven's Base. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, uh, Kimchi Douche Scoop, uh, A Lot of the Planet. Michael Giuliano, a.k.a. Scooperman, what kind of drum is your heart? <laughs> uh, Lucas Richard, <laughs> The Sands of Ohm. <laughs> Michael Lennox, the uh, shaker egg that keeps time. The little <laughs> shaker egg is the song title. Uh, Mrs. Johnny Australia, shaker egg part two. Oh, that one is better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Knave with the song, just a symbol getting hit once every two minutes. Uh, Mark, Mello, uh, Mark Miller's distant triangle. Mike Tansy with with the hit from Dream Theater. Watch how fast I can play this guitar. Uh, Mark Tremble, uh, Pentagon's Missile. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Wentz with Flight 93. (laughs) Uh, Voodoo Chili Scoops, Let's Roll. (laughs) Matt Storm with Look How Many Lights We Have on the Stage. Matt, I want to scoop baby Darty. I want to scoop baby. I want to scoop baby. Matthew Shan Romanek with Can You Believe We Got Paid to Write This? Uh, Matt Glowacki, Last Mile High Club. <laughs> Matthew Hawk, While My Guitar Gently Sobs. <laughs> Matt McKenzie, uh, While My Guitar Roughly Balls. Matt Scoopo Fail, don't you ever touch my shit, Roadie Dan. Uh, the song. Graham Whitaker, Lumpy Tire. Melanie Hornibrook with the song. Uh, I, this, this smells weird. Freeze Dried Scoop, Astronaut Food. <laughs> Jenny Colby with. Let's uh, show something on the Jumbotron. A close-up of this guy playing the guitar really into a scrunchy face. Greg Jaskowitz. uh, Whiskers of a a lonely kitten. (laughs) Jeremy Hudson. Lost childhood. Greg Recton Pecton. Damn near killed him. 
Jessica Leslie, a.k.a. Raspberry Sorbet, my song is for the dream. Hayden Beazelbub BLB. Joe McMullen, play that funky music, Dream Theater. Get a scooper star. You know what you are. Flying up above, watching all of us. <laughs> Joe Masano, smashed guitar. Howard Jackson, Hojack City. John Bilderback, I can't fight this uh, thought of, of space. Scoopy and the Beast, even a gay clock is right twice a day. John Dulong, I belong in the ocean. Jacob's uh, bald twin, Baldwin. John Jogerst, as the sun strikes the moon. Jacob's tinkle in a lake, dinkle John Monroe, over the mountain I scream. Jacob Iiken, Captain. Jeff Harris, song for a tree. Jake Schneid into second, safe der. Jen Brown, aka Mighty Scoop, the rock that I build my song on. One fell scoop over the cuckoo's nest. <coughs> Jenna Ersky, blades of grass in my toes. Scoop a lamb a ding dong. I don't think it gets better than that. Scoop a lamb a ding dong. Mm -hmm. Jennifer Grayson, my beach. <laughs> All right, Jacob. Uh, I'd like to thank Griffin Menke, James Lawrence, Jameson Fisher, Jason Victor, Senor Scoop says, Jay Shapiro, Jeff Libby, <laughs> Jeffrey Maynard, Turn the Page, John Sonic, <laughs> Joshua Elo, jo Josiah Rickenny, sure, Justin Sharbeck, uh, Bare Naked Scoops, Scoop, Simper, Tiramisu, Ken Fargi, Kenneth Sato, uh, Kevin Collar, Cohen Van Beek, Kyle Thomas, Lee Spencer, Ke uh, Leon, uh, Leon Cox, and Lindsay Bashera. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Hey, if you want to be thanked on air uh, in a special fashion or in a regular fashion, you go to patreon.com slash heyscoops and figure out what tier that is. We also have an audio bank with all of our Patreon songs as well as sound effects that Jacob's pulls from all of our episodes as suggested by other scoops. Yep. Um, we also have um, other stuff on there as well. Sure do. Yeah. You should look at it. It's a lot of good stuff. And for as little as a dollar a month, you can support this podcast. Do a little something. Do a little something, something. And eventually you'll have access to all of our alternative podcasts that we're going to start rolling out uh, as soon as as soon as Foolis wraps. Yeah, probably mm -hmm. start, probably starting next week. We're probably going to start doing a lot more uh, alternative stuff. Yeah. Um, if you want to send us physical scoop mail, that's what I'm looking for right now. There we go. Physical scoop mail. You can write to Ice Cream Social at 7835 South Rainbow Boulevard, Suite 4-195. That's Las Vegas, Nevada, 89139. If you want to send us physical scoop mail please as much cream colon as you can send <laughs> shove it in the box do make sure that you address it to ice cream social because that makes it a lot easier for it to get through to us yeah if you address it to some other podcast very hard to get to <laughs> yeah very hard um i want to thank everybody who's a listener uh thank you so much uh we keep having very popular months and we really appreciate it if you want to have help us get other listeners you can turn them on through an obelisk scheme just make someone curious about us don't yeah, have, don't have to make just them one. a full-fetched scoop. They don't just have to, one person. They don't, have to, they don't have to bleed brown, brown, white, and pink. Yeah. You know? 
they, they can just do whatever. Just add, just add us to their list, you know, make, make them curious about us and check us out. And that'd be part of the obelisk scheme. We really appreciate you turning on new listeners. Um, if you're just a regular listener and downloading us, thank you so much. If you want to help us and you can't back us on Patreon, uh, give us a review. Go somewhere and type in a review. Really helps us out. Uh, really helps us show up in recommendations and all that and keeps us growing. Um, and uh, if you don't do any of that, no problem. Just keep doing what you're doing. And thanks to all the new listeners. Welcome aboard. And uh, thanks to Scoop Group for making everybody who comes in new feel so welcome and being so cool with everybody. It's just, uh, right. like I said before, we got an awesome community and we couldn't do this without you guys. That's right. And what yeah, Paul so. is talking about is the Scoop Group on Facebook. You can look him up, uh, Scoop Group there on Facebook. It's not run by us. It's run by other scoops just like yourself. And uh, just a place for scoops to go and uh, talk about whatever you want to talk about. And if you want to talk with other scoops through stuff that we, we do run, you can go to add Hey Scoops on any social media platform. That's right. And interact with us there. You can also find us on Twitter. You can find uh, me at uh, Audio Guy Jacob. You can find Jacob at Audio Guy Jacob. <laughs> you can find me at the famous Paul. <laughs> Paul and Jacob at Audio Guy Jacob. Okay. And you can follow Matt at Sweet Matty D. That's fine too. <laughs> um, I'm closed actually. I'm not taking any. I'm not taking any followers. <laughs> you're, you're done. Yeah. I just, I'm just, no new followers. You've no got as followers. many as you want. You've shut it down. Capacity. Yeah. I can't possibly talk to more people than I'm talking to. With my tweets. <laughs> like this is too much. Yep. I just don't want to have that much power. It's understandable. Can't have that powerful platform. It's no overwhelming. No one man should have all that power. <laughs> all right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more Ice Cream Social. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. I'm a fish. 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 Soaking your neck. Soaking your neck. Oh, no, no. Eat some more of those bananas. Those are fucking tasty. Thank you again for sending all these delicious treats. Some tasty Korean candies. Banana amazing. They're <laughs> real crunchy. Uh, you know what else is real crunchy? What? Them drums, though. Oh. Play them funky drums, Jacob. Them drums, though. Hey, this is... We just passed St. Paddy's Day. You're Luckily right. the Irish to you. How did your St. Paddy's Day go? I was working. Yeah, right? All Me of too. us were working. Yeah. We were just like in and out. I mean, it was fine. Yeah. Yep. It was great. Uh, Andrew Spencer would like a limerick about being overwhelmed with every everything that uh, you have to do when moving a thousand miles away. Dedicated to Devi, who's the best. Uh, this, okay. Moving... I don't like it one bit. It's a task that I surely want to quit. But I have to lend in my hand as I move across the land. And I actually have to put really specific stickers on all my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Scoobiter Ascending would like Limerick about having a blast in the D&D scoop group dedicated to Adventures in Search of More Money LLC and our Dungeon Master Castle Scoop. Wow. What's what's it about? We uh, having a blast having, in the D and D scoop group. Fun in the D and D scoop group. Okay. Mm-hmm. My cloak of healing is a fix. It keeps me well. It's my one of my tricks. If I get hit by a goblin, it's his face. I'll be clobbling. As long as I roll a d six. 
Sure. Yeah. Chrissy Salinas would like a limerick. six. About what your favorite Girl Scout cookie says about you. Got him. Dedicated to Lauren. <laughs> Got him. Stay down. Yeah. Some people like Thin Mints, and that is an okay choice for a cat. Some people like <laughs> the macaroons, some the Lorna Dunes. But I like the peanut butter ones because I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone seems to know uh, no matter which way I go. uh, (laughs) That there's certainly no stint of me being a thin mint. I walk in and I'm pegged to Samoa. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's that island time, brother. (laughs) Coralette Owens would like a limerick about going through border security dedicated to me who fucking pays for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Please just leave me alone. I'm only trying to go home. What is the deal with the cop in the field? And give me back my fucking phone. <laughs> nice. A mama scoop would like a limerick about parenting a three-year-old dedicated to my little sociopath. Please let this just be a phase. <laughs> I can barely get you to sleep or to eat. You want to cry when I offer you meat. You scream at the bed make explosions in my head I put up cones but don't run in the street <laughs> <laughs> that's all very nice gentlemen but now it's time for a haiku oh boy Pralines and Dick would like a haiku about how Scoop Jessica sucks <laughs> dedicated to Scoop Jessica the battle goes on <laughs> The Eternal Struggle. Hey, Scoop Jessica. You are a pile of poo-poo. Signed, I'm not a pile. (laughs) Scoop, Jessica sucks. In the back of church van, man. Hickey size of fist. <laughs> Loopy Scoop would like a haiku <laughs> about preaching fun. Dedicated to the fucking you in the face Snapchat scoops who are always there to lift each other's spirits. That's a whole, that's a whole different group. Yeah. Whole nother, we have so many little awesome groups. I know. These guys are the best. I pop in there every once in a while. Snapchat? Mm-hmm. Just a little. Just to see some boobs? Just to see some boobs. <laughs> then I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I put a picture up once in a while. Yeah, of your left tit, your moneymaker? My moneymaker. <laughs> I haven't put the moneymaker up yet. I will. I should. Because I show it every night in Fifty Shades anyway. Sure. Take a gander. Uh, all right. Um... It's time for the snap. It's time for the tits and tea. Fuck you in the face. Nice. Scooper Duper would like a haiku about getting over being angry. A lot of of haikus. Yeah. Dedicated to Tanya, the tempest in the teapot. Mm. 
My rage must subside. It will eat me from within. Anger is a choice. Ooh. Oh, deep. <laughs> well, now it's time for some triple threat. The Scoopacabra would like a triple threat about the chain link fence dedicated to the neighbor's dog that really wants to eat my face. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Chain link fence. Yep. 185 chain link fences walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve you here. They don't serve chain link fences. Chain link fences is like, why not? And bartender says, you have a grading personality. I like my uh, women like I like my chain link fence. They're easy to finger. <laughs> I like my women like I like my chain link fence. Easy to climb. They call me the chain link fence because I'm all around t-ball players. <laughs> they call me the chain link fence because you can stick your hands or your feet in me. <laughs> Dave Slusher of the Evil Genius Chronicles would like a triple threat about Uber drivers in India because I never came closer to pooping myself in a car ride. I bet. Dedicated to my, uh, what? Hyderabad-based service now co-workers? Okay. All right. Sure. Okay. Hyderabad? Sure. Hyderabad, that's a place in uh, India? I don't know. <laughs> You know everything I know about this. Hyderabad? Maybe. Hyderabad? Yes, that's it. Is that a place in India, Paul? Something like that. (laughs) Yes. Hyderabad or something like that? Yes, that's it. All of it's correct. (laughs) All of it's right. (laughs) I don't know. I can't see it in front of me, so I don't know. It's not in front of me. (coughs) You wouldn't Uh, know anyway. I wouldn't know, but I could Google. (laughs) I could Google that place. I think it's Hyderabad. Yeah, I could also Google the place. <laughs> Instead, I'd rather do the triple threat. <laughs> so uh, this is Indian, Indian Uber, Uber driver. driver. Yeah. <laughs> 185 Indian Uber drivers walk on the bar. Barney goes, uh, how long have you guys been driving for Uber? What else do you do? That's Because that's what everyone does to every Uber driver. I like my women like I like my Indian Uber drivers. Because when I'm done, they say, thank you, come again. <laughs> They call me the Indian Uber driver because uh, uh, it was either this or go back to catering. 185 Indian Uber drivers walking to the bar. Bartender says, we don't serve Indian Uber drivers here. The Indian Uber drivers say, no, we're Indian. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, next. Kimberly St. Albine would like a triple threat about, uh, or she says, well, I'm a diamond grader, so let's have a triple threat about diamonds. Diamonds? Yeah. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. 185 diamonds walking to a bar. Barton says, we don't serve 185 diamonds here. You guys are flagged. And they're like, forever? Oh. <laughs> uh, I like my women like I like my diamonds uh, found deep, deep in the earth by uh, Africans who are being forced to work in the, in the mines. <laughs> 185 diamonds walking to the bar. And the bartender says... I haven't seen you since American Gladiators went off the air. Uh, <laughs> they call me uh, they call me the Diamond because I'm 
really overpriced and I have a dark, dark history. <laughs> oh. I want to scoop baby would like a triple threat about condom covered cucumbers on the floor in Fifty Shades de- dedicated to <laughs> hurrah for safe masturbation. <laughs> That's the grossest thing. That <laughs> that ridiculous. Disgusting. So ridiculous. Who's going to Fifty Shades to jack it with a cucumber? At least one person. Yeah. Maybe. That might be just planted. I don't know. I guess you could take some scrapings and find I'm out for sure. I'm hoping there was a bachelorette party that was doing something funny, maybe. Right? I hope it wasn't someone who was like... Like, so Pranky all right, actually did it? I'm going to hear some harmonies. I better put this thing up my ass. <laughs> uh, they call me the condom-covered cucumber because I'm not really what you want to get the job done, but, I mean, I'll do. <laughs> 185 uh, rubber-covered cucumbers. Wait, condom-covered. I give away my punchline. 185 condom-covered cucumbers walk into the bar. Partner says, hit the bricks. And they're like, all right, well, I guess this is where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> uh, they call me the condom-covered cucumber on the floor <laughs> because gross. I like my women like I like my condom-covered cucumbers. Safe. <laughs> Safe. And Sherbert, Hu- Ho- Sherbert Hoover would like a triple threat dedicated to banana slugs. Dedicated do, 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 do. to the Redwood Forest. Banana slugs. Banana slugs. A hundred and eighty-five banana slugs walking in the bar. Bartender happens to be Michael Godot's father. <laughs> and he's like, you guys make really great pets. Just don't bring <laughs> it up on Penn Sunday School. I'm going to get really bent out of shape about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they call me the banana slug because I only come after a really heavy rain. <laughs> Uh, I like my women like I like my banana slugs. I know where they've been. (laughs) (laughs) I like my women like I like my banana slugs. Disgusting. (laughs) Uh, You ready to do a little song here? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Well, uh, that's good because we're going to do a little song right now. Okay. Uh, Christy Salinas would like a song sung by Informative Lemmy. And the topic is how to tell a friend to stop saying the same pizza story or pizza fact <laughs> that they've already told you 1,000 times. Dedicated to my friends who constantly put up with me unknowingly repeating pizza facts. <laughs> how many pizza facts do you know? Apparently a lot. Oh. People think that pizza comes from Italy. Believe it or not, it was invented in China. Pepperoni's meat, isn't that a delicious treat? Lots of extra cheese brings me down to my knees. Pizza facts, pizza facts. Pizza Hut has options for toppings on your crust. You can make the crust very different from the pies. The pie itself is one thing, the crust is something else. They don't have to intermingle, you can switch it up. Pizza facts, pizza facts. That was very nice. <laughs> Prolians and Dick would like uh, a song called Third Time is a Charm. 
And this is dedicated to my bride-to-be Shelly, whom I am marrying in Vegas of 2018. Whoa. Congratulations to you and Shelly. Hopefully you'll be coming to Scoop Fest in 2018 to get married. That'd be great. Uh, I forgot about that. And a five, six, seven. Oh, my Shelly, my Shelly bear, won't you marry me in the city of sin right there this will be number three oh my Shelly all my love come twenty Unless before that time you find someone else and run away, never to be seen. Like maybe some trucker that you meet at a diner some night. He splits his apple pie with you. You think he's sweet And the two of you take flight The open road becomes your home As you ride to the sunset with you And I stay alone at home with my dreams as they grow ever dim Or maybe you meet some guy at a carnival fair Who can twist his dick in funny ways And you decide since I can't It wouldn't be fair if with me you should stay So you go with the twisty dick guy Have a couple of kids Move to Tennessee Die at 94 Completely fulfilled A life of ecstasy Or maybe not. <laughs> no more maybes. <laughs> Shit or get off the pot, Shelly. Right. Come on. Figure it out. I'm just saying, you said it for 2018. Plenty of time for shit to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got one more here, uh, and it is from Mr. Brain Freeze. I'd like a song about what Paul thinks our country will look like in four years. Everyone is dead, everyone's dead, everybody's dead, nobody's alive at all. I'm dead, you're dead, everyone you know is dead, everybody, everything, anything you've ever seen, everybody that you've known, everyone you ever will know is dead. All dead, all dead, all day, every night and day, dead, everyone you've ever known is dead. 
Now I fucked this up. <laughs> Do something else. Well, no, if you fucked up, I mean, that's a fine way to put it. Fine, stay. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everyone died. What do you want to do? The band went home. There we yeah, go. yeah. Everyone's dead in four years, and you know it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, we'll close out on one more. Then uh, we'll do one for uh, David Walker. Would like a song about about uh, talking the corporate line over and over again, sung in uh, something country, dedicated to working a booth at a trade show, fucking you in the face in the corporate mandated way. Working in the trade show booth, trying to sell my wares. There's no buyers here, no one really cares. Been talking the same damn sales pitch over and over again. Nobody wants to listen to me, and I can't buy a friend. This bullshit rolls. Corporate bullshit rolls. This is just what your company needs, I can guarantee you, son. Go ahead and buy three or four, you won't be happy with just one. I know you might have something like this already at your place of work, but please buy ten or twelve from me. So my boss doesn't think I'm a jerk and the bullshit rolls This corporate bullshit rolls Bullshit rolls What am I trying to sell? This is garbage It's just earning me a place in hell I wouldn't buy any of these things If it were my money, you see if it were up to me, I'd be giving it all away for free. Yeah. That's it for us today, Scoops. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeehaw. Shout out to Jimmy Slovena. <laughs> Is that what everybody calls him, Slovena? I don't know. Yeah, Slovena. Slovena. <laughs> Blonina. My Blonina. Fast Nina. Fast. <laughs> Jimmy Fast Nina, everybody. See ya!